Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. Today, we got a special, special guest. That's two specials. A lot of people get the two. Yeah. Special, special, <laughs> special guest. Three times special. Oh, wow. Mr. Heath Brinkley right. is here, bro. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? Good. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. Keith, you've had a, uh, an extraordinary career in skateboarding, and we're uh, and it's not over yet. And it's not over yet. Big things happening over at Primitive here, and uh, but let's go back to uh, young Heath. Grew up in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Well, grew up right outside of Nashville, a small town. Okay, White House, about 20, 25 miles north. But yeah, yeah my skating developed in Nashville. Okay, we, we were just downtown all the now, time. Now, were so. you when you were? Uh, a young kid skating were you good at skating were you trying to chase the dream of course, at all or? like i wouldn't say i was good of course i was chasing the dream okay. i mean you know uh obviously i started skating in 86 oh so and it just was by chance that uh this kid started my school and was from florida and <laughs> skated and i oh. his setup was a rob roscott mm -hmm. the the arm coming through the target Two. he had uh yeah he had uh, slime balls, blue slime balls, mm. blue rails, blue tracker trucks, and I just thought that was the best. I was like, oh man, this is sick, you know? Yeah. He taught me my first trick I ever learned was Tic Tac. And he oh, taught tic -tac. me. Tic <laughs> Tac. Right. He taught me how to do that, and the girl that like, and I'm what, I'm like 16. Yeah. Or no, 15. Oh, okay. And like, I'm dating this girl, whatever, and like, her brother had a, uh, this, like, cruiser Macaha board. It was like that thick. It was oh, like, wow. yeah, inch and a half thick. Jesus. And so, he was like, yeah, just like, you know, I would skate with him and like I was doing bonuses into the grass and everything. And that was my introduction until I like, and that was her brother's. Okay. And then I broke the truck on that and then like kind of hit it because I did, like I felt bad. Oh, right, right. I didn't know how to like address that one. And then like my mom got me a, uh, my first board on my 16th birthday. Okay. Like, Veriflex off of QVC. QVC, really? yeah, interesting. She, that's when QVC. She did Well, she knew I was skating, and okay. just was like, "All right, I'm gonna get him a board." And like, she, this was when QVC just really started hitting. And oh yeah, I feel like everything we ordered was from QVC. Crazy. <laughs> it's kind of the precursor to Amazon, if you think about it. It, yeah, it, really it is. is. Yeah, <clears throat> seriously, it's true. They're still around too. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. 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 If you have a product go on there, it's through the roof. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like we need to come insane. up with something, Raj. We need to get on there. Move some mugs. Yeah. We need to move some nine club mugs. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, so you're, so you're, you're learning how to tic tac, bonelessing into the right. grass. You and then, like, your, uh, you I ran through truck. I ran through that Veriflex board pretty quick, mm -hmm. you know, and then um, a buddy of mine across the, like on the other street across, he got a Jeff Kendall oh. graffiti board. It's the hand coming through and mm -hmm. it's spray painting the yeah. wall, whatever. And then, so that's what we learned to Ollie on because it had a decent towel on yeah. it and everything. And <clears throat> then I ended up saving up money to go buy my first pro board, which was a Krishna Soy hammerhead street style board. Like if I ever find that thing in mint condition, I'm buying it. Like I cannot, I've seen the reissues, but right. I can't find the original. Yeah. Um, I ended up breaking it like off a launch ramp. Interesting. Yeah. Like, wow. I was so bummed, but like, I know I'm bummed. I didn't keep it. I didn't yeah. think back then I was yeah. just like, cool. Like I get a new one. Well, it's everybody I'm... nowadays is looking for their old boards. Right. You know, the yeah. one or the Hosoi one? Hosoi. Right. So that was at a bike shop. Cause we didn't have like, at the time we didn't have a proper <clears throat> skate shop. Everybody, yeah. The bike, the bike shops are big, but yeah. it cost me 65 bucks then. You know, like boards were $65 at the shop, and that's just, like, what you did, you know? Right, right. So, 
And then, so you said you were trying to like get sponsored and stuff. Yeah, and, and like all that stuff. I worked at skate shops and oh. like I would ride for the shop, you know, or okay. and that's generally I would ride for the shop and then get the job at the shop. Oh yeah. So like, that's the extent of that. I think I filmed one sponsor me tape and sent it to Pal. Whoa. And then. Like when I look back at it, I'm like, what was I where's, thinking? Where's that, right? where's that footy? At, I know dude? exactly where it is. It was, <laughs> it's like I'm not. It's not gonna surface. No, no, no it's not gonna. No. Yeah, like it's it's like oh, it's no. endless mini ramp like lines and like you know. And who was filming you? Uh, Mike Morrison or Keith Nash? Like yeah. those are the guys I would skate ramp with at the park, you know. And then in the streets, I, whoever right, you could just right. get right. Yeah. So like, I, I sent that video in, mm -hmm. and then I never heard back. No. But <laughs> one day it was like Speaking it was call. like six months later, right? Uh -huh. I just get a, a letter in the mail, and it's like Pal Peralta, and I'm like, oh, what is this? <laughs> so like, I had this moment of like, I'm getting sponsored. <laughs> you know, like, a letter from college has arrived. Right, right. right. Yeah. And then I open it up and it's like straight up like, oh, thank you for you know, submitting, you know, your video. We're not adding any more people at this time. Oh. You know, yada, yada, yada. Here's our latest intelligence report. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then it's like, here's some stickers. Yeah. And no, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Do you take that approach now with Primitive? Do you uh, <laughs> send letters out and just... Uh, no. no. But, so what I will do yeah. is yeah. any anybody that actually goes through the effort mm -hmm. of emailing me their footage okay i will watch every one of those seriously wow how do you how That's, do you have so much time dude i appreciate the fact that they went through the hassle of figuring out my email okay which i still don't know how they're doing <laughs> let me guess let me guess Spins. keith at primitive.com <laughs> i mean how hard is it to figure yeah. that out that's not it no <laughs> no again like but even you know regardless if it's hard or not the yeah. fact that somebody's going You're like going it's, through the effort it's got to be the, right because yeah. the one thing i can't stand mm -hmm. is kids sending me just instagram clips oh where i'm like look or they'll like dm me and they'll mm -hmm. say hey check out my instagram page and i'm always yeah. like I, i'll respond and say hey i'm not going to go through your instagram take the time to put together a video, send right. it in, and I promise you I'll watch it. Yeah, that's okay. cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And like, there's been times where like, kids will send in, or like whatever, mm -hmm. I don't know, however old they are, like where it's like, I think it's good. I'm, I don't really have necessary room. I can't sponsor everybody. Yeah, of course. So of course. like, but I'll send them like a little care pack. Oh, there you go. Where I'm like, dude, that was sick. Like. I, you know, I can't keep, keep do anything, doing, yeah. but like, it might be like a board and tea or something like that. Where right. oh, that's it's, cool. It's, it's, yeah, 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 you know. Wow. Cause again, like I just remember being that kid, mm -hmm. you know, sending that tape to, to, um, Powell. to Powell yeah. and that <clears throat> they did take the time to respond to me. Right. So like if a kid goes out of his way to really get me a legit video, mm -hmm. then, you know, and I always, and if, if people ask, right. I, I get a lot of, hey, what are you looking for? What does it take for someone to make it, uh -oh. you know? And I don't know that they're ever ready for my response <laughs> uh -oh. because I take it serious. I really care. Like, yeah. I care, like, to give the right advice because at least they're asking me. Totally. You know, they're asking, what? they're asking the right questions. And I always say, well, look, what works, what's, what it takes for us might mm -hmm. be different for another company totally like but this is what it this is what it is and this is what it means and like i always like our baseline is always who our ams are okay 
and that's the first that's one of the first things i'll say i was like yeah. you know and right now it's robert and it's frankie mm-hmm. and it's like look at those dudes right and ask yourself if you're up to that level oh there you go you know yeah for sure so and there's kids that like i that i think show promise the potential so right. we always what i'll do is then is like i'll go to my like my sales team and i'll say hey you know what do uh he rides for this shop are they do they carry the product let's figure out a shop flow for this oh, kid. There you, yeah. oh okay yeah, yeah. like i've oh, done wow. that for like a, a few guys dope um so but i'll i'll, I'll take the time to give them advice at least right. and like what it really takes because mm-hmm. what happens a lot of times too is a lot of <clears throat> people think that it's what they want to do and then when they actually get into <laughs> the like what it takes <laughs> yeah it's really it's like they're like oh this isn't what i thought it was yeah yeah. yeah. i don't just get free shit right yeah, like, escape <laughs> you, and just, like do whatever you want yeah, right because yeah, yeah. you you know because it's like especially i understand coming from outside of california like the dream is to like like just go on trips and do all this but sure. like anybody like from filming to like you guys like mm-hmm. being sponsored and that is taxing oh yeah you know yeah. uh and it, yeah boohoo like i get i get paid to ride a skateboard yeah. <laughs> yeah. but like there there is like it's a job, it's a job. It, it is yeah. it is work yeah. and you know yeah. to some degree and it's like i like even still we have to be mindful with the guys because uh you know we do a lot i feel like as a board brand we're mm-hmm. doing a lot of production stuff you know oh, yeah. i just i today today i just hired another filmer oh yeah oh, wow so we actually have three filmers now wow. and like because i believe in like producing content and like right. putting it out there and there's obviously the big debate like instagram too much too much too right. much but it's like I didn't hire a filmer just to do Instagram content. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do like quality consistent, right? Yeah. Consistent, uh, you know, quality. Yeah, you know? for sure. Who'd you hire? Alex Kissinger. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah. yeah, yeah sick. You, you didn't call Raj. Well, no, it wasn't. Raj has a job. Oh. <laughs> oh, he was just telling me earlier. He's like, man, I'd love to work for Primitive. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. that's a lot. Really no, okay. I don't believe that. Well, we'll get into the whole Primitive thing because <clears throat> that's uh, that's what you're doing now. But let's go back to where the leading up to this. You know, go back because to Big Red and all that. Stuff. Big Red. What's Big Red? Is this a? <laughs> I had to bring it up. Big Red's <laughs> a drink that okay. is from Texas. I like I I have a lot of family in texas so i'd spend my summers you know vacations down yeah. there and that's where i discovered it and just had this love affair anybody that knows big red it's a it's a split audience there's not you don't kind of like it you either love it or you hate it okay <laughs> it's, there's no middle of the road what does it taste like what it, can, can you compare it to something that to I would, me no? it's a slice of heaven okay <laughs> i don't know what, <laughs> i don't know what that tastes like okay. i'm trying to get a grasp <laughs> right. on what what is it what like? if you ask paul Okay. It tastes like Pepto Bismol. <laughs> That's I actually yeah. don't mind Pepto Bismol. No, yeah, but it tastes sure. or if you ask Dwayne, it tastes like bubblegum. Like I like bubblegum too. But this it is it my... does like they don't know what they're talking about. It doesn't taste anything like well, that. What do you think it tastes like? A, a slice of heaven. Okay. All, there's yeah. nothing that tastes like no. it. And I'm serious, like I'm sure me, you can get it out here though. These special You can, but it's not as stuff. good as it is from the source. Oh, come, this, you're one of those people. Look, like, there was a time there was legitimately they, they, t- they ship it from no. Texas to here I know it changes in the truck what's going on <laughs> the, the, sometimes the drinks sit out in the sun no. the plastic bleeds into it well we could debate big, <laughs> yeah. we could debate Big Red all night I know? just always remember <laughs> when I first met him he just always had the, the because 
I would drink like eight or nine of those a day. And I remember I was <laughs> That's like, not good. I was fat. Like, yeah. let's like be honest. Like I was just fat and like, that was part of my diet, oh, but God. I knew. So obviously like I used to film yeah, right a course. lot and like I knew every gas station that had big red. <laughs> so when we would go film, I already had it logged in my mind. <laughs> I'm gonna go here, get a big red before we go to the spot. Wow, jeez, oh, like I was Hardcore. a oh, super fan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kelly knows. Yeah, Dude. like anybody that was around me a lot then, like filming me with me a lot, like yeah, like it thought was... you were insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they they still do, yeah. but you know, <laughs> well. So you're growing up in Nashville, Tennessee, and then how do you like decide you want to start filming and and and, and take the trip to LA and do all that? I mean, um, just the progression of skating and getting my driver's license, driving downtown. We have a spot called the Legislative Plaza. Mm. Um, Fred Gall, his first line in photosynthesis, oh, yeah. like oh, where yeah. you go into the bank. Yeah, yeah. That's the plaza. Oh, yeah. sick. Like that's yeah. what okay. I grew up skating. Yeah. You know, wow. those so, ledges are really good. Right, okay. everything there is great. Just rolling across it is just ma- amazing. Yeah. Um, so that was just like the hub. And mm-hmm. it's like, it really is like, it was like the love or EMB of the South. Oh, you is it still skatable? Yeah. Did you ever see the footage of Quell like, all yeah. the up the seven stairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> like, gnarly, dude. Yeah, like so. That was just the hub. You would okay. all meet up there, and then like you would, you know, skate around. Yeah. So, um, I think it came from just uh, me and like two or three of my buddies that always skated together. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when we didn't make it to Nashville, we just were the North Nashville crew that just we stayed in our zone. Uh, we just someone had a camera, and we just started filming, and I I liked it. I enjoyed it. Oh, you okay. know. I think for me, where I really started grasping like what it meant to film was, um, or how to film properly, okay. was Rhythm Genesis. Oh wow! And like, watching like ties cuts between mm. uh, like clips, yep. like where it would be multiple angles of the ledge yeah, or like yeah. whatever. Yeah, like little B roll shots and everything. Yeah, yeah. right. For every clip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So nuts. yeah, you know. But that was for me was like where I kind of started grasping how to film for editing mm-hmm. and like you know, and that's where for me I, I just did this deep dive okay. into like, oh man, I really want to get good at this. And like, I remember uh, I think when I was. Did you get any techno music? No, like I appreciate it. I know a lot of people hated on that video for <laughs> yeah. that, but I think I really like the fact that I like that Ty's always really gone out of everyone's comfort zone to try right. something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love or hate it, you know, yeah. it's like takes a lot of balls to just do that. Yeah, put to yourself not stick with the norm and just right, yeah, like sure. to put yourself out there and on that level, you know. And you even look at Ty's last two projects, you know, where like you know people said what they said about we are blood yeah. but it's oh, like yeah. he did what he felt was right mm-hmm. and he spent someone else's a lot of money <laughs> that someone else gave him yeah. but he still stuck to what he believed in and what he wanted to do and that's that takes a lot so for me it just like i would do i would just film and do vcr to vcr edits my first oh, okay. camera was a, a vhsc you know, you know what those are, the yeah. little mini tapes that you put into the, like, no, the big tapes. tapes. Yeah. And then working for a lot of shops, being one of the staple, it was me and this other guy. Um, so you're filming your friends. Right. So right. this other guy, uh, 
Gangsta Wayne. He Gangsta was like, Wayne. Yeah, because he he would like he was just. He, Did you have a nickname? No, no, yeah. no. Gangsta Wayne. But Gangsta Wayne, he young was just, Heath. He was just always yeah, in yeah. like little Heath. <laughs> little, everybody's little or young. Yeah, uh, but he was always in like polo gear and hill figure. Okay. Like he would skate the 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 seven stair at the plaza uh-huh. like in Timberlands. Because Penny did. Penny was skating. Oh, shit. But he would like frontside flip, backside flip, tray Like he would wow. do it proper. And you're like, how do you do that? Wow. Yeah, he was Gangster Wayne. But he was like the, <laughs> like, I really, I kind of looked at his filming too because he was trying a bunch of different stuff, you mm, know? Okay. And we were just kind of like the two guys that filmed a lot, you know? Sick. These guys that own this wakeboard shop, this plaza they were in had the best yellow curbs we oh. didn't we didn't have red curbs. we had yellow curbs okay. the shiny uh paint you know right right and so they they came out one day we were like oh great we're getting kicked out and they were just like hey man like you guys can skate here all you want like we know like because we get kicked out in front of all the other places so we yeah. would just move to the next one move to the next one move to the next yeah. one and they were just like you guys skate here all you want man we think it's cool Sick, like man. you know and as we just developed a relationship with them like nobody on the north side of Nashville had a place to go for boards. And I was like, hey, what if I order some boards for you guys? Will you guys, you know, give me, here's a, a small budget. Will you guys carry them? And they were like, yeah, we'll try it. And then like they sold out in the first week and they were like, wow, we can sell skateboards. That's and so eventually that just turned into me like working there. And um, when I was there, the guy that I worked with, this guy, Craig, he was the wakeboarder that ran the shop when those okay. guys were away. And... um because it was these two brothers that owned it. And I went to work one day and he was like, hey, a buddy of mine, or they know these guys that are doing this production and MTV Sports wants to do a piece on, not on, not on Nashville, but on a small town, a small city in its skate scene. And he's like, you should call him. So I called him and he's like, hey, uh, can you get me a tape in like the next two days? And I was like, yeah, sure. I called everybody. Let's meet up. Like, I got it because he wanted me to interview everybody, send whatever footage I had, that kind of thing. So that night, I just went across the board and like interview. I wish I still had that tape. Who knows where it is? And um, interviewed it. Next day, aired it. Like, waited about a week. And then he called me. He's like, he's like, hey, yeah, we're gonna come to Nashville, man. It's like I was sick. Like, we can't wait to do it. We'll be here this day. And they were like crazy thing is is like we had already bought tickets to go to Dayton Ohio like they were already going to Dayton and then that tape that I sent changed all their plans so they came to Nashville they did the piece it's kind of (laughs) weird like the way it all like I don't know as MTV would do you you ever see it on TV yeah yeah we saw it it. yeah we saw it it ran for a long time you know sounds like that was kind of your first introduction into like doing interviews with people and really really filming some shit yeah so what then happened so at that time i was working at the shop during the day and i was working at chuck e cheese at night seriously no way right were you a character no i never had to be the character (laughs) so my first son jonas was on his way so i was like well shit i gotta do something like and like how old were you i was 20 27 you were 27 back then. Yes. When did you come out here? I, I know we're jumping ahead, but I'm like, I feel like you came out here. Do you way want the story to that, or do you just want me to skip? Am okay, I okay, taking too ahead. long? Who, I don't know. Who was playing the mouse? Not me. It was all like the teenagers that worked in the front. Okay. So like that's what I was doing because I was like, well, no matter what, I want to still be around skateboarding. So yeah. I, I was like, I'll work in the shop during the day, and then I'll do Chuck E. Cheese at night. Okay. And then okay. were you making pizza or something? Yes. 
Oh, so right. I I just worked in the the back, mm -hmm. and the okay. manager was a, like 26, 20, he was like my age, just mm -hmm. a super cool dude, and he was just always like, yeah, fuck those kids, like you don't have to do that shit, you just you just stay back here, I'll make them do everything. Sick. So they had to go clean all the piss out of the ball thing, uh, you know, the ball pit, yeah. and like oh, do geez. all, yeah, dude, it's nasty. But again, it's kids, like what do you expect? Like parents let their kids just run loose, yeah. so they're like, yeah, <laughs> you don't, you don't, it, right yeah, now. you don't ever want to like. If you take your kids to Chuck E. Cheese, do not go on that rampage with them. So right about that time that we went through, did all that, mm -hmm. I'm at, you know, the board shop, I'm at Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> all right, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Like, and you were expecting a child, right? And I was expecting a child. So it's like, it's kind of, a, it's like one of those, oh shit moments, mm. like, I'm an adult. So I'm just like pretty much like, all right, this is like, I guess I got to figure out a trade or like whatever. And like, even like maybe I can open a shop, you know, maybe I can do that. Like, but they called me out of nowhere and they were like, Hey, like, would you be interested in doing a video magazine? I was like, what Who do you mean? Th these guys that did the production. Oh, MTV. No, not MTV. They hired a production company to oh, do that. Oh, gotcha, so these guys gotcha. were an independent, like, okay. like production company, and they were like, "Do you want to do a video magazine?" I'm like, "Like four on one?" They were like, "Yeah." They're like the only ones doing it, right? And I was oh. like, "Well, yeah. I mean, I guess. Like, what is what's the game plan?" They're like, "Well, we don't have one. You would, you're the game plan." Did these dudes skate too, or they no, just kind of knew? They just that like there was they grew something... up in California and like they were just kind of around like surfing so and knew, skating. They knew what was going on, but they were right. really in the okay. Right, yeah. you know, they just saw like the opportunity. You know, and they, they were needed like, somebody. Okay, right, like why the from Nashville? <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> right, because when they came, I organized everything. I was just like, you know, these are the spots we'll go to. This is like, you know, because they they were like, this is the time. Restraints they we saw have. your work yeah. ethic. Right, and I think that's like, what it was. Guy, yeah. And they asked me that question. They're talking about like real production. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. right? I was like, Absolutely. there's not a chance in hell I'm saying no. <laughs> I'll Let me get out there and I'll figure it out. For yeah. sure. Because I truly believe there's nothing I cannot learn. Like yeah. if I want to do it, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, so I get that's with anybody. Like I'm not special shit. You're special. Mm. Special guest. Special needs. Three times. Three times. This episode is supported by AG1. When I first started drinking AG1 daily, I could feel a real difference in my daily health. I also had more energy, and I also noticed I felt more relaxed and I could focus easier. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I also love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support, magnesium and vitamin D for energy support, adaptogens to balance my body's stress level, vitamin C and zinc to help support my immune health. I recommend AG1 to all my family and friends. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a partner with us for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash nine club. That's drinkag1.com slash nine club, N-I-N-E-C-L-U-B. Go check it out. 
Were you planning on moving the whole fam out to California? So here's the thing. Uh They gave me eight weeks to pull off a video. Oh, wow. In Nashville. (laughs) A 30-minute video. Okay. Which, you know, eight weeks going to California not knowing a soul. (laughs) Yeah, trying to film people. Oh, in California. The The only contact I had ever made was Bill Keller. Bill Keller is, uh, he's he's the Soul Tech rep. Yeah, like, Team BK, dude. Right, yeah, Team yeah, BK. Yeah, yeah. Like, How do I know that yeah, name? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had already done his own little video projects, and I forget how he reached out to me or something, mm-hmm. but I'd sent footage of him of, like, of some of the crew, like Nathan Smith and, like, you know, like Nathan was, like, the best dude at the time oh, in yeah, Nashville. He was always in those logics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the guy that won Tampa Am, like, the year that I, everyone thought Kerry gets. Is it Gary? Oh. Honestly, Kerry gets, that should have been his year. And okay. then somehow Nathan just did the <laughs> run of a lifetime. Don't get me wrong. Nathan was good. But, yeah. like, it was just, he pulled it. He pulled a flawless, like, amazing run and just oh. took it, right? So now you're out in California. Not knowing anybody. I made a plan. I'm like, all right, this is what I'll do. I'll film some stuff here of some of the local guys. I know I'm going to be in Austin for at least three or four days. Mm -hmm. I'll find out if there's a park there. So I reached out, found out if there was a park there, somehow got in touch with like the guy that filmed the people there. I was like, how much footage do you have in the park? And I was like, all right, I'll do, we'll do a park edit, you know? And so when I got there, I met up with them. I went in and actually tried to hook up and film with some people, whatever. And then just bolted to like LA. Now getting to LA from where, coming from Nashville, where everyone knows who you are and really getting out to LA. And this is kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. about you don't realize how serious it can be until you're in it. Right. And then so getting out out here and realizing how serious dudes took filming parts. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know you, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. I don't want to film. Like, I don't know. If, and so it was like, I'm like, dude, this is going to, I'm not going to pull this off. I literally had eight weeks to do it. Crazy. And it is by far the worst video ever made. <laughs> 100% the worst video. The first logic is, it, logic was the name of the logic. video. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So like, you know, I, and like, they just were like, all right, name it come up with the and of course i'm just like all right like and i'm really you named it logic i named it logic and then of course i'm just like looking at everything for logic uh i had a reason a, a logical th- reason there was a, <laughs> yeah there was like this definition of like you know how there's like 80 definitions for a word for you sure, know for sure. and i just found the one that worked for like you okay. know um and i just thought it sounded cool uh, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was pressed for time <laughs> <laughs> like i had to deliver yeah. you know so like so you hand them this video are they just are they disappointed are they just no that you made something? they're like oh cool you did it you know oh, and, sick. and like what was cool though is like i got nervous because they were working on uh they were working on avid at the mm. time avid is you know what avid no, is yeah, and i was just like they were like, yeah, and they were like, you know what, just sit down with this guy and he can do it. All right. And I never had to admit that I didn't know how to run Avid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I just worked with this dude that would, like, you know, do all the, 
you know, push the buttons yeah. and all that stuff. And tell him what to do. Right. Basically. Right. Because it wasn't until like Final Cut came out that it really was easy to like yeah. edit. Like Common media. theme though with filmers on the show, Raj. <laughs> they, their yeah. first experience was uh, telling somebody else what to do in, the, in the, much, these yeah. big machines, you know, Avid and some other. Yeah. But like having like Josh Stewart on, I was yeah, like, Josh Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so impressed. I was like, dude, he was so far ahead. Right. Like oh, him yeah. being on that forefront, you know, where it's like, like, I'm like, too. yeah, I'm like, dude, I sucked so bad. <laughs> like, like these guys are so pro, and I was right. just like, just winging it, yeah. Yeah. you know, any way I could. I felt like I could always film solid okay. enough that, like, you know, like people could trust me. There you go. But like, I was, I've never been great at editing ever. No. I know my, I know my weaknesses. <laughs> no problem admitting that. Right, right. But I made the best of it that I could. So we delivered that video. Mm-hmm. But wait, how did you, how did you meet up with the skaters though? Did you just go to spots and be like, yeah, hey, so, so Nathan, Nathan Smith went out with me to California. Like, you want to roll? Oh. And like, we literally stayed in the editing bay. Like they had like, uh, it was like on the fourth floor of this building off third street promenade. Oh, and so like I spent like, huh six to eight weeks i forget how long it was pretty mm-hmm. much sleeping on a couch in an edit bay and then i would just wander third street promenade at night but so, would you go to skate spots and just be like yeah we would just be i'd be because obviously like you think of you just want to go to all the famous spots right and so you would just like go to a skate you would just go to the skate shop and ask like do you have anybody on your team does anybody want to go film like I spent a lot of time at the graffiti pit. Yeah. Like, I don't have, I have a love, love relationship with the graffiti. I just, (laughs) as bad as it smelled and as piss and shit ridden as it was, it was awesome. (laughs) Just because of like who you would see show up and just being there and just like off the like, you know, being there after, like, you know, I've already watched Mouse like a million times. I think you asked me to film and I blew you off. You probably did. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the best experience, This so this was, and I tell the story a lot, especially when Chris Ortiz is in front of me because okay. this was my first experience with Chris. So we show up, me and Nathan show up, just like, that's our daily routine. Like, we know we can go there and like, who knows who's going to be there? Because oh, yeah. like, I'm like just going, hey, like I'll see somebody and be like, and they're like, do they have a filmer? No. Do you want to get a clip? Like, you know, right. that's how it kind of started. Like I got the ball rolling. Yeah. And so I show up and I see, uh, I see Pat Chinita. And like instantly I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Pat Chinita, you know, like, <laughs> and he's setting up a big, like, like five gallon drum. No, like, what are they? Those big drums, 50 gallon drums. They used to oh, have the big, oh, tra- tra- big, big metal. Right. Trash he's turning yeah. on his side, putting on the stage and I'm just sitting there and I look over and I just see see uh this guy with a ca- with a like snapshot camera on a tripod uh-huh. already set up and he's just standing there and i'm looking around and I'm like there's no filmer i wonder if it's like it's crazy to ask pat to like you know like he doesn't know me right you know and so like i walk up and i just start small talking with chris if you don't know chris trying to small talk with him and you don't know him is <laughs> really really intimidating and i don't know that this is chris ortiz from 411. I didn't even recognize that it's Chris Ortiz from the credits of Rhythm Genesis. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's singing, come on, fill the noise, like in the credits. Go back and watch. So I'm like, small talk. Hey, man, like, how's it going? I'm Heath. Like, you know, and like, I'm just out here from Nashville and like, small talk and then i'm like hey i'm i'm trying to start this video magazine oh wow (laughs) as soon as i said that he just does this he's like oh yeah 
tell me about it. <laughs> and you have no idea. And like in my mind, it. I'm like watching this body language just completely shift, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on, dude? And then all of a sudden I'm like, I kind of look at Pat and I look, I'm like, oh, it's Chris Ortiz from 411. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, and like I kind of he like I kind of gave him some details, but at mm-hmm. that point I'm like, I'm not really welcome here right now. Like you know, like I wow. felt he really, vibed you out. It, he did. <laughs> he really did. And uh, I remind him of that every time I see okay. him. Yeah. <laughs> every does he, does he remember this? He he, he, just... he he doesn't remember it the right. way I tell it. Okay. And I promise you, I'm not embellishing whatsoever. But just for the record, Chris is one of the greatest humans. Oh, he's amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. he yeah. has done so much for me in my career. Like, he kept me afloat in really, like, bad times financially. Right. Like, when he would give me jobs to help me. Oh, you know? right. So, yeah. yeah, Chris is a great guy. Okay. But that was, like, my introduction to California and trying to, like, film. So, I get the video done. Uh-huh. We wrap it up. At this point, I don't know where this is going. And they're just like, all right. We're gonna sell it. And we'll call you and let you know if we're gonna move forward. And I was like, "That's it." So this was like a tester. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that wasn't discussed beforehand. That right. was just like, like okay. And I'm like, so you're just chilling now. I'm like, so I'm <laughs> going back to Texas, I guess. So I go back to Texas, and my brother-in-law had started a plumbing company, and what he did, he would go in, he laid the foundation for new houses. Okay. And he would put the pipes in before they poured the concrete, the, the concrete yeah. down. Oh yeah. So we would like lay the pipe on the foundation like whatever and then run a line to the road the day started like we would be at the place at 5 30 picking up supplies okay and of course my brother-in-law like the guy that he is he had to get a backhoe that had lights on it so we would work until like eight or nine at night wow and repeat wow you know like five days a week that's what we did sometimes on the weekend you know but i was like all right like cool like maybe they'll call maybe they won't like so Got to be about three months with my... <laughs> three and, months. Right. So I got back to this like, well, I guess this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life, you know? And uh, it's cool. Did it, you make any money doing that video? I mean, they paid me to do it, yeah. but I didn't make any... I don't. I didn't have a back-end deal. Yeah. Right. And then sometime in like spring, I get a call. They're like, hey, we got the sales report back. It did great. <laughs> and in my mind, because like you got to understand, like I knew how bad the video was. Right. I was not like... Yeah. I was embarrassed. I was like, oh my gosh, like there's no way anybody's going to buy this fucking thing. So I was just, when they called me, I was just like, I almost cried. I was like, (laughs) this is my salvation, you know? And they were like, we're committed. Like, we'll give you X amount of money and like, you got to move to California and like, we'll, you know, we'll help you come out, like all that stuff. And then, you know, we need you here, like basically in two weeks. How many did they sell? I have no idea. No. I don't know what the number was. Huh. I didn't care. Who had parts in the first one? I don't know. It's been yeah. so long. <laughs> it's so cringeworthy. Like, I get secondhand embarrassment when I go back and watch that. And I'm like, I'm not really that stoked. Like, <laughs> That's your first project. Well, no, it's my first project. I'm not good at editing. I've never done a production. Right. I like, I just said, yeah. And like, tried. Yeah. So, I obviously I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, like I don't want as much as I love my dad, my brother-in-law, I'm like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. You know, like I still want to be in skateboarding. It's what I love. So whatever. I'm like, all right, I got to figure out where I'm going to live. And of all places, I'm like, we got to live in Huntington beach Okay, (laughs) Okay. because of like 
the Warner Ave crew the and like the skate yeah. park yeah, and right. like I'm like that's where skateboarding is yeah. like even still going to California like I still just thought skateboarding lived in Orange County okay you know like I didn't realize like when you grow up you know outside of LA you just think LA is like this small pocket right. and where it's like yeah. no dude it's gonna take like three hours to get to that it's spot huge. yeah <laughs> you know if we're lucky yeah so I I'm we moved out like whatever started the second one second project i owe a lot to this person i'm about to say <laughs> so i i remember i got there and i'm like uh i think i looked i asked for the account base of people that picked it up hmm. and started trying to dive into like what shops and like just trying to make connection with skaters and okay. seeing who i could uh yeah. maybe go film and so Somehow I'd heard about Joey Brzezinski. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, hey man, like I called him. He was working at Active Rancho Cucamonga. Uh -huh. And I was like, hey dude, like I want to send you this video. I would love to like come out and like maybe film you guys. Like, and at this point I didn't really, I knew like Chafee the spot. Yeah. I didn't realize like it was that was his thing. Like that was him. It was and, a mecca of the IE. Yeah, JP, yeah. Josh Nair, like yeah. like R Richard, you know, like all those dudes. And that's just where like yeah, yeah, it was ledge heaven. Yeah. And so um I sent him one or he or active got one. I forget what it was. I remember being like, So you watched the video? And he's kinda like, uh yeah. And is like I was like, Cool man, like what'd you think? And he goes, Um <laughs> Because uh, it was tight, you know, like, and I knew he was lying, right, you know, right, but he's right. like, he tells me today, he's like, I don't want to be a dick, yeah. you know. Um, even back then, though, he was kind of a little prick, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I love you, Joey, but you were kind of a prick. Um, so. Is that when he was Bucky? He had the Bucky. Bucky, yeah. Bucky yeah. Yeah. No, the, he had grown a little bit. I mean, his teeth grew in, like, he grew into his teeth. So <laughs> it was Joey, like me saying, hey, dude, do you care if I come and film with you? And he said, yeah. And I owe a lot to Joey wow. because if it wasn't for him, it, I like it opened the door. Cause what I soon realized once I got to Chafee and saw all these dudes, that four and one was ignoring all these people uh, except yeah. for Richard, right? Richard, Mulder. Yeah. Richard, I think Josh Nair kind of had a little bit of shine, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, um, but like, I was like, there are so many good skateboarders oh that God. nobody knows about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And like you had seen like media was around. So you'd see like, you know, you'd see Tom and you'd see Denman and you'd see like, but you didn't, there was no focus that were put on those dudes. Yeah. Right, right. So I soon figured out like, I'm going to go film all these sick skaters that nobody knows about. Yeah. And so which you look at logic four five and six a large part of those are dudes that were still on the come up those like, are the best best <clears throat> logics you made four they, five and six for me they were the funnest yeah. because um i wouldn't say from a like when i would go back and watch them now i'm like eh, like they're still <laughs> yeah. not, they're skating not was good though yeah the skating was good yeah, yeah. the editing was horrible <laughs> yeah. and then then another thing that happened is the the distribution company got into best buy and oh. into like I think Sports Chalet oh, and something yeah. else, so they were like, "Oh, like we don't have clearance on any of the music you use." Oh. Like Joey skates to Jackson Five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah, good yeah, part. Yeah. That's the original. Yeah. And then when by the time they told me, they had already done a three disc collection of four, five, and six, 
right? This is obviously I'll fast forward a little bit, yeah, yeah, but of like course. they did a collection of four, five, and six, and just dubbed over everything with new music. Uh, <laughs> the skating and, uh, too, no skate sounds, none. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, dude. I'm already not that good at this. Like, <laughs> and you made it even worse. Right? <laughs> oh, like, geez. I'm trying yeah. everything here. But, like, I did. I figured out really quick, like, there's a lot of good skaters out here yeah, that yeah, need sure. to have some shine. And yeah. it was like seeing Brian, you know, Brian Edwards. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Blushing. Blushing. You know, yeah. Denman, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, just really. McCrady. Was he around at that time? I just like he was early 2000s yeah okay, he was bit. like yeah JP Jadid JP yeah. you know where I was just like dude it was a sick crew to go skate with and that's uh-huh. how I ended up like it's funny how I met Richard because Richard was already like the big man on campus you know like yeah, yeah. Um, so it took like it took me like a couple months of filming everyone else before he fully committed. And Richard was always nice, yeah. but it was always saying, I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah, like he would always be like, yeah, man, I want to do a part, you know? And you're like, all right, so like when, you know? And he's like, oh, I don't know. You know? <laughs> so, but you know, but like ultimately like, you know, getting my first clips in like real videos with like yeah. Richard was like a big thing too, you Same. know? How often were they putting out these logic videos? Every, every three, two? every three months at that every point. Three, okay. So you right. had a good amount of time. Yes. To... But for the second and third one, it was still just me. And I was reaching out to guys trying to get, yeah. what was the first time? Like, that's how I met you. Which one? You hit me up for four. Okay. Oh, you just, hit Roger up to get footage from him? Or right, just and I forget go? how that even happened. Was it a Boston section in that? Yeah, I feel like Jerry Fowler or someone like uh-huh. might have, or Kenny. Actually, maybe Kenny. Okay, maybe I was meeting, because I think Kenny might have moved. Yeah, because he did move he to Redlands. Redland, so yeah. maybe it was through that connection, yeah. I guess. But I remember you like doing backside nose ground backs 180 out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know. Yeah. But he did, yeah. it, he, he did it. He did it mid, like on yeah. this on this yeah. granite rock. Like, and he yeah. did, like, backside nose, backside pop-out. And, like, like no mid. one was doing that. Yeah, and I'm like, this dude Lee Smith was the only one. Oh, yeah. I ever saw do it. Yeah, good. Yeah. And didn't you edit that? I did. So you edited yourself into the edit? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and Forrest Kirby filmed that. Oh, oh yeah? Wow. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, that's sick. So, you know, yeah, so I just somehow started networking with other filmers. And, again, I, I think it's a miracle because they just... The, early ones were so so bad like mm-hmm. four started like four five and six were tolerable i gotta say number six <clears throat> probably the one that was the best one ever made right so you want to hear a funny story about six <laughs> yes because you're closely connected to this guy <laughs> yeah. so i was just like of course being like still like new to like everything because all this happened really quick like one to six happened in a very short period of time mm-hmm. so i remember i was I started filming Denman a lot. So I would go down and like, I would like show his, he'd be like, hey, can you come with me and show my footage to these, to Kareem and to, oh, uh, at the time it was Abe who was kind of overseeing like um, action. And uh, I was like, yeah, sure, you know? And like somehow I started networking through those guys, you know? Mm. And somebody like, somehow I got a commitment from Guy what right to do a part i'm like <laughs> i've got guy mariano <laughs> and what do i do i go and i take an ad out in Transworld. it's Uh-oh. gonna like six was gonna be day one and guy okay and there's an ad that runs day one and guy logic six no way right so i'm like all right i can't get this guy to respond Uh-oh. like 
like and this is my like i've never experienced this right i've never experienced like what that's like you know and it wasn't ill like guy is the best dude so i'm not like this is by no means a judge of his character it was just it is what it is yeah like who the fuck am i right (laughs) you know like he's busy he's filming like really important taking shit. out the ad too might have actually sc- backfired yeah. and scared yeah. people too i'm the green one who's like yeah cool this is what yeah. we gotta do like i gotta get an ad in there like you know let's lay out the ad cool and so i got to a point where i'm like this is not happening we gotta like i gotta figure something out so i had met kenny at this time mm-hmm. we've been filming and like everything like mm-hmm. pretty regularly because of the chafee crew and yep. all that stuff <laughs> And I'm sitting there one day and we're like, I'm like, dude, are you down to film a part? And his response is like, yeah, dude, I'm down. What I took is like, I'm down, let's do it. Uh-huh. To me, was like, right now. <laughs> Today. <laughs> to Kenny, it was, to this, Kenny yeah, was like, Kenny's sometime, like eight months now. we'll work on it. Yeah. yeah. So what do I do? I rush back. We got to put a new ad out. Mm. Kenny found out he was filming a part for Logic 6 as he opened up the ad in Transworld. <laughs> Did he call you? No. He didn't even say No, anything. no, no. He just he just he told me he said he opened it and he's like, "Red." <laughs> like, I guess I'm filming a part now. Was that the ad with oh all the faces? God. And we had Yeah, yeah, that was the ad with all the faces. Oh, yeah. So, um, which I took from Goodfellas like I just was like, "I'd be yeah. sick, you know." Great. Kenny was a sport. Like I, Kenny, if you know Kenny, he is like not happy with anything. A lot of skaters aren't happy with anything, Yeah. but he will literally do the like best trick ever and make it look better than anyone mm-hmm, and be like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I don't want anybody to see that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Where I'm like, dude, Play you're, you're like, you are, you're, you're actually like punishing people by not letting them watch you <laughs> right, right. Like, you, yeah. like he just and Kenny being the guy he is you know, yeah. he's just super humble so but I felt really bad you know but I'm like well shit we still gotta do this yeah, let's <laughs> like we still have to make right. this happen and I already had some footage of him okay and it was short sweet he mm-hmm. said I wanna use a song mm-hmm. and that was it and uh, something he, he said something to me like it was like two or three years later where he's like, dude, I still get hit up about that part a lot. He goes, I'm, like, I think he was happy that he went through with it. I yeah. hope he is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Kenny. I love you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being a sport and doing that, you know, right. but I got flack for that video though, because I put so much focus on those kids, especially it was like Paul, Mike okay. and Justin. Justin and then Anthony. I'd been around Anthony a lot, mm-hmm. you know? But I remember that video coming. I just remember because, like, I got like that's how I got introduced to Paul because Nigel Alexander had oh, been yeah, Nigel, filming okay. Paul, and he's like, "Hey, like," and I had been getting footage from him, and I remember like just seeing the progression, right? And then Steve Ireland had been like filming and submitting footage, and he had filmed Mikey and and Justin, and I was like, "Well, these dudes do parts." because they're so good yeah and i remember that part coming out and like friends calling me and like i don't know dude these <laughs> little kids it's hard for me to get into them dude they're so good. and i was yeah. like i was like you guys are tripping I was like, these guys are so good i was like just wait and watch what happens you know and so it was like pretty cool to see like that come together mm-hmm. and like um day one and like kenny doing you know what they did right. what they had time for and yeah. then 
just like seeing those kids really go in go in on it you know and like uh be able to do that and like i'm super appreciative to this day for that video you know and that was like that ended up being the last one that i was really working for logic okay like because at that time like i said i've been going into uh I don't know, was it was it mastermind no or? no mastermind was when cream took oh. city stars in action out i guess it was dwindle um but yeah i would yeah, go world down world. and like i was showing and like it, like i think it was one day it was joey and like the first time i met joey he was just like oh who filmed this stuff you know and ryan was like oh this guy you know and, joey surreal yeah, yeah yeah okay and so and cream was there and i'd met cream before you know but i don't know that he really like like remembered me but okay. I wouldn't be uh, anyway like I remember Joey just hey, hey who filmed this stuff and Ryan was like oh this guy you know and they like it just kind of turned in like hey we need a filmer you know do you want oh. the you know do you want the you know and so I was like yeah man like of course like cause me like growing up with all the world you know having all the world videos and Kareem oh, like yeah. you know wow, yeah. I was like yeah for sure man <laughs> and so uh that's when i just was like all right like i'll still consult and contribute to logic and mm-hmm. then at that point it was like i had brought on mike range i don't know if you remember oh, yeah. mike so yeah. I, br- I had brought on mike range okay. like he was helping me and he pretty much took over after that and then it's it passed a couple hands after mike oh. um wasn't brennan conroy filming for you guys too? brennan yeah, yeah. I, I think i gave brennan his first job in skateboarding uh-huh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe like oh. brennan was awesome he still is awesome no, another opportunity is knocking right how am i not it? gonna yeah. work like this is the the progression you yeah. know i think that logic really showcased paul mikey and mm-hmm. and justin and that's when kareem was really going through like hey i want to build a young squad okay and so like then just those dudes coming in and obviously having crazy respect for kareem and like yeah. oh, this is crazy you know yeah. And then we just set off to film the City Star City Street Stars. Cinema. Yeah. Yeah. So do, the, the, you guys all kind of went over there together, it seems I, like. I was a, there, a, a like, sense. I was there first. And yeah. then, like, I, I don't, I can't remember. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it just worked out. How did Paul Rodriguez get on City Stars? Did you reach out to him for that? or? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't no. think I did. Probably Joey. Joey oh. probably called him, mm. you know. Hmm. Like, hey, dude, we got, we you know we saw your footage. It's rad. You want yeah. like whatever, you know. I think he was riding for DNA, DNA. at the time. DNA. Yeah. There was a, a little some footage of Chris and Logic every now and then. I forget how we connected, but I there's no a fucking clue. I have two. <laughs> hey, I have I don't, no clue. I, yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, maybe I don't know, but they well, were they were on a bank. Yeah. That's in the. It's like at a like a parking ride parking lot in the middle of like the main yeah, road Nolly heel nollie back that right. was the first time i've shot too with like um rick kosick oh. i don't know if he was there that day but i don't maybe think I, he was maybe I went back and shot it with him but i was like uh, tripping right i will see i was tripping because you were in listen yeah and i was like holy shit like are you kidding me like because <laughs> Dude, I ran listen until like it couldn't play anymore. Great video. Like, yeah. like Great video. I remember like, right. I just yeah. remember going to the courthouse because like something that's always blown my mind is James, uh, James Craig doing half cap nose blunt dude, drop dude. down. That's the best trick that's done. At the I'm like, dude, you could die. It's <laughs> like it if you gnarly. whip out and you're like rolling the windows up and you just like oh, yeah. go straight to flat. It's, a, it's, yeah. it's head high at least over. Right. I mean, back yeah. then too, overhead high with right. little, little kids, you know. Right, so like, of course you were my favorite part, Chris. Thank but, you, <laughs> yeah. thank you, bro. Yeah. Uh, what about Robbie, dude? 
No, dude, come on. Like, Robbie was just next level. Yeah, Robbie, yeah. Chris and Robbie shined in that one. Yeah. <laughs> we did, we did, yes. Hey, James did pretty good, too. James, let's, let's be but his part wasn't that long. Listen, everybody had a great... That's why the video was so good. I mean, Chris Swanson, like, yeah. it just had such dude. a great, like... Daniel Haney's falls. Daniel Haney, yeah. His falls were insane. And it was definitely, <laughs> like... It was kind of a first of its kind with no, no music. music yeah. But if you go back to Rubbish Heat. Yeah, Ron yeah, Chavis part. Yeah. So. so back in the parking lot when you were like, oh shit, this is Chris Roberts from listening. <laughs> what were you. Uh... <laughs> you had, you had a, that line you had at the beach gaps, dude? You like nollied over the block. Oh, yeah. Did I film that? Tray flip at Nolly Heel. That was fucking sick. Dude, I have a mountain of tapes. I bet. I'm like, but see, I like I didn't like going through and logging mm. all my footage. So what I did is I have all these master, master tapes. tapes. That's awesome. That's all I have. And they're all duplicated. Oh, and wow. like I'm actually looking for somebody to come into Primitive I and was say. log all that footage. I have yeah. a DVD deck here. Well, I'm not. No, you got to come to me. Yeah, hire Raj, dude. I'm kind of looking for someone who's like young and like ambitious and just hungry to like just get it done. You know, what logic? What logic was that? Not that Roger's not hungry and ambitious, but he's really busy. You know, he's got other things happening. So I can't. I want to say it was like three or five or something like that. I think it might have been three. Yeah. yeah, but like I think I flaked on the. Yeah, because it, it was like Chris Roberts' part next to yeah, one, yeah, and yeah. It never Again, here's Heath <laughs> saying, uh, you know, putting out ads, putting it out there. Heath, you know, nobody wants to do Chris it. I'll say it. this though: I never committed, like I never committed someone to a, something they didn't commit to themselves. You know what I mean? As skating though, <laughs> as skaters, right? Nice way of putting. Yeah, that. I'll do a part. I'll do a part, rest. and then something yeah. else comes up. And logic just doesn't really yeah. seem like uh, you know. So you're what you're admitting to right now is you cool guide me. Probably. Let's admit it's yeah. fine. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, I still I still like you. No, but hey, if other things come up, Heath. You know. No, look uh, again. I'm a small fish I'm, in a yeah. big pond. Right. You know. But now. City stars, you're filming for them. Yeah, right? they hired me to do the filmer okay. and like do like my shitty editing that I did. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Are you now learning how to edit yourself? Yeah, I just learned. Like they got me like Final Cut Pro, and I learned. Like you know, we ended up doing uh, street cinema with this guy that I knew who had Media One Hundred, mm -hmm. and so like you know. Kareem pretty much like I was there but Kareem was pretty much like I want to do this I want to do that like yeah. music this music like mm. he picked Paul's song you know oh, yeah. made a statement yeah I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know and plus it's Kareem and yeah. you're like alright yeah you can do whatever you want yeah. so uh, you know but Kareem was very like hands on with so everything mm -hmm. you know so it was going to be like exactly what Kareem wanted I wish he had footage in there that would have been cool. Yeah, you know, Kareem, his whole logic was he just wanted, like, it was about the kids. He okay. wanted the kids to shine. And Kareem had, like, tidbits here and there. Like, yeah. there's something about that old guard where they were, like, those OGs that were, like, they didn't just throw anything out. Yeah, yeah, Like, for you sure. know, if you, he, if you got glimpses of, of glory, like, that was good enough. Right. He, he had some clips that was in the beginning of it. Or something like that. Maybe it was really <laughs> sick footage, though. It's been a while since I've watched it. I yeah. actually have the master, like the one that we took on tour and we did like our little thing. Like that's a that really stuff. good video, man. Yeah, yeah, like it was like I, it's still today. Like I hear people, I, I if we go and do a signing, like 
it's almost inevitable that someone walks up with a copy and, oh, have, I bet. and they have Paul yeah. sign it. Yeah. That's so cool. how long did it take to make that video? We had this thing where we would go to Reno oh, a re- lot. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so like um, Kane Gell had a buddy up there that he spent a lot of time in mm-hmm. Reno. Uh, I, he's now a friend of ours, like Eric Lanto. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, owns man. a shop up there, classic. Oh. It's great little shop. You know, on those trips, I remember these trips specifically. So, like, by that time, you, like, <clears throat> you had the older dudes, right? And then you had these young kids. And at that time, it was Paul, Justin, Mike, Spanky. Um, Javi was... So in the middle, maybe. Yeah, but like... He, he had a good part in that video. No, he did. But like, Hav was like... I'm talking about like, specifically like Reno and like definitely trips. Oh. But Hav like was like mature at a young age. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like he was already like OG, right? Yeah, yeah. At 18, he was like an OG, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so like what would happen is we would go to Reno, especially, we went there so much, there were so many hidden gems there, mm. right? That's why we would go constantly. Okay. Plus we got great rates on hotels, yeah, and pretty, yeah. Eric was the best host, and like, you know, whatever. So what would happen is, we'd go skate during the day, mm-hmm. and we would go back to the hotel, all the older dudes would go to the bar. Yeah. Right? Right. And we'd be sitting around, and I'd be like, all right, I'll just hang out with the kids, you know, because it's like, I would never been like going into like hanging out and drinking and all that, you know, doing yeah. some gambling maybe. And the- yeah. Like yeah. I like, I mean, I don't like if you, that's your thing. Cool. Like I just was like, ah, I'd rather just like talk about skating. You know, okay. like, <laughs> I remember like Lee Smith would be like, dude, how much are we going to talk about skating? <laughs> <laughs> no matter what the kids would get restless. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, let's go light something up. Okay. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh, you didn't, you weren't, de- you, no, I was down, but, but I was like already like, I've like, you know, we'd eaten dinner and like, day. we're back at the hotel, like, yeah. and it's like, when I was th- done. right where yeah. I'm like, my mind, my mental is like, cool, man. Like, I'm just going to kind of like kick it and like, whatever. And it's like, Hey man, we want to go like this. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Cause they got their second win. Yeah. Of course. And of course, like the first five minutes, I'm like, damn it. Like, you know, but then you go there and get in. No, it. but like, there's nothing about that experience that was bad. Yeah. yeah. Outside of just them all being little assholes. <laughs> you know? And they were all little assholes. There was like a bunch of footage in, or was footage in that video of people like just torturing each other, it looked like. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would, that was just constant. I mean, the worst out of them all was just in case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, he was a hell child. Really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. He just, when the phrase no fucks given, like, yeah, that, that was like him. invented by just in case. Oh. Like, so, but like we would, dude, it would be like 11 o'clock and like we would just go Wow! and we would film and like whoever wanted to go would go. And like, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there was m- more than one time we were like, all right, the sun's coming up and we're still filming clips. Yeah. Like, you know, and it was rad, okay. you know, it was just one of those things where it was like, you know, I'm glad I went through that experience because like documenting those kids you know specifically and yeah. like just some of the stuff that they did you know it was just it was just rad to be there for for sure yeah. it was great to have lived that experience but now if you film for primitive i expect that exact same thing yeah from you. okay <laughs> like right. i give a like pre-hire speech oh where it's like this is the job this is a responsibility 
If you get called at three in the morning, someone's going to film a clip, you're up and out the door to film wow. a clip. No wonder yeah. you didn't hit Raja up for the job. <laughs> well, no, I'm, like, I'm just like, no, nobody's doing that. But I'm just saying, you if need you a, right. You have to love what you do so much yeah. that you are down. I said because no matter what, these guys are the most important thing that mm -hmm. exists in this whole company than anything. Mm -hmm. Those dudes. Yeah. And it's like when they want to go do it, go do it go, yeah. for sure. So and that's sure. that's the that's the pep talk. Okay. Yeah. Don't take the job unless you're willing to do that. Oh. Because I went through that. Now what I've learned is though is that. Just because I did that, like, it's kind of hard to expect everyone to, like, do that. But still, like, don't come crying to me if it's like, oh, like, we filmed, like, I'm like, dude, isn't that, yeah. you told me that's what you've always wanted to do. Yeah. And now you're crying about right. it. Right. <laughs> I mean, you get Spanish Mike, he films for two hours, and he's like, <laughs> he's done. <laughs> dude, he's like, dude, I worked all day. And you're like, <laughs> dude, you just worked for two hours. Yeah, you know, I gotta go get, like, a shower and, like, you know, go get some... <laughs> my fifth meal of the day oh, like <laughs> and you're like mike i love mike That's, yeah, but it's you scary. guys is, you guys have a good little yeah. uh, but like again that was <laughs> yeah. a great experience First, like it really was like for me the hard knocks of yeah. like you know but like it was like i was just again grateful that i'm like from small town tennessee yeah like i'm here traveling the world with these guys, no less. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And like, I'm like, this is awesome. You did, know? Were you team manager at that point too? No, or not? No, like, not yet. I think Joey did a bunch of that stuff. When we moved out of, when we moved out of, uh, uh, when it moved World. from the World Dwindle, yeah. whatever it was at the time, like, Joey took on a lot of responsibility. This guy, uh, uh, speed DJ speed uh, okay yeah, like yeah, he was yeah. just he was in the mix he did a lot of stuff okay. to help out you know Sick. so um, I just like as a filmer and you know this mm -hmm. you you micro team manage the filmer spends more time with the team than Absolutely. anybody else for sure like they have a stronger bond and relationship with the guys yeah so to some degree yeah but I wasn't sending packages or no, anything no, like no. that you right. know it was just one of those things where it's like you would just be like all right let's go here or let's yeah. Or the you kids know. are hungry. You got to go eat, stop it and get food. And, right. You know. They're like, yeah. hey, where we, take us to eat. Right. You know, like that kind of thing. So, well, what do you want to eat? I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Chalky cheese. Yeah. But I literally got to watch those dudes grow up, I especially bet, yeah. Paul. Like, you know, because um, Paul and Spanky and even Dev mm -hmm. was, they were pretty young at that time. Yeah. Um, you know. But just having like memories of Paul, like literally sleeping, he would take his board to bed and sleep with it in the bed. <laughs> That's no way. Wow. And I remember just like, because for some reason we always roomed together. Uh huh. I just remember being like, "That's so fucking weird." <laughs> 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 but that dude loved skateboarding so much. Right. Like that was pure love. And that stuck with me where I'm like, dude, this kid sleeps with a skateboard. Crazy. <laughs> he cradled it. Fucking dirty ass board in the yeah. bed. Like his wheels must be dirty as hell. Right, yeah. right. But it was cool. Yeah, like it was sick. cool seeing just all those kids like yeah. turn in and grow up. Yeah. They know? blew up for oh, after that. They, yeah, yeah sure. they, they did their thing, man. And yeah. it, was, it was just cool to just be along for the ride. I mean, even when you were filming it, you must have realized that like something special was going on. Oh, I knew that. Like, that yeah. Logic 6, I knew. I like, oh, yeah. knew right away. I was like, these kids are sick. Right. You know? It's it was, like, I love how you guys went from like Logic and then all went to City Stars kind of together. It's pretty sick. That was a cool period, man. Yeah. And then, you know, things like 
the, I think the catalyst for kind of the, the fallout of everything was like when 9-11 happened and then mm. like this gnarly recession came afterwards yeah. and people weren't buying skateboards. It wasn't yeah. a priority anymore. And, you know, Paul having the opportunity to go to girl and that was his, you know, Eric was his like, it was like for him, it was Eric and Tom, Constant, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, that was his two like holy grails like right. if he could be a part of anything they were doing he wanted to do it For right sure. so what um, was your thinking when he was going to girl and this kind of thing was did you see it falling apart in, oh, in front I was, of your, uh, like yeah. i remember we were in kareem's uh living room he had a house oh. in the valley and we were sitting there and he like he manned up and he told us like hey dudes like you know wow like I, I, i'm gonna do this and Damn. like my immediate thought was like it's done like you know paul was just light years ahead of everybody and you guys both turn a pro right yeah Yeah. oh no he had he had like boards ready to show at trade show like trade show was coming up that's why he got us together and told us yeah i don't know if he told kareem before and then kareem was like hey let's have a team meeting yeah Yeah. because they didn't produce the boards yet they had the sample there was four boards yeah ever produced paul has one of them by chance because this rad dude came up to me at tampa and or tampa pro like about a year ago and was like hey like uh he was i forget where he's from i'm so sorry but like he's from eastern europe somewhere okay and he's like i have paul's first board and i was thinking like oh cool cool the girl and he's like no no i have a city stars board no wow and i was like that's like that's impossible because i saw it one time yeah i saw four of them together one time and then they went they were gone as soon as he quit because people grabbed them. They were like, yeah. this is like priceless, right? Wow. So he's like, no, no, no. I have his his City Stars board. And I'm like, dude, that, you're stoked. I was like, that's so rad. I'm like, how did you get it? He goes, oh, I bought it off eBay from somebody. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. And like, it was, like, I didn't know who he bought it from. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's so rad. Like, dude, sick, you know? Yeah. Like, I was happy for him, you know? And he's like, I want to give it to Paul. No way. That's I was really like, cool. Really? I was like, dude, we'll pay you for it. What do you want for it? And he's like, no, no, I want to give it to him as a gift. That's sick. I was like, dude, you have no idea what this is going to mean to Paul (laughs) because he's never had that board. And that's his very first pro model. And it's a photo of his... Man, I, gosh, I should have brought. Like, dude, I'm so ill prepared for this. Oh, you're good. I should have brought <laughs> yeah, that board. Good. Yeah. But it, it was a, it was the drawing of the grill of his first car. Paul's first car yeah. was like a Mercedes C class. Did the dude ship the board to him? Or right. So that... I was like, dude, you tell me when you're ready to ship it. I'll pay for the shipping. Mm-hmm. I was like, Spanish, send this guy whatever he wants. So sure. we just sent him the biggest box because yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't take money. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna like take it for nothing, dude. Like yeah. this is the one of the best gestures ever. Right. Did Paul know? or was it a surprise no we surprised him oh did you yeah we surprised him that's cool so he came to the office I'm like here dude and he was like oh my gosh like you know so but that Paul got that first board yeah you know Mikey was going pro that same time Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up getting laid off just because they were like "All right, like we've got to start trimming the fat and marketing if if anybody's ever worked for any company that's done layoffs marketing's the first thing to go yeah like it's funny because I've like with Primitive, I've always said my marketing team would be my last to go. Oh yeah? I was like, if I can't market a product, I can't sell a product. So like my creative team, that is my marketing team, will be the last to go. Okay. Who's the first? Spanish Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of knew that was coming actually. I could have, yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, so they laid you off, and what did you? I, fair enough. I got laid off. Did, what did you just, do though? What did you? I'm back to square one. Because nobody's hiring. It's a recession. Recession. Everything. Everyone's doing the same thing, right. laying off, and it's like at this point, still one. Kid? No, I no two, two three kid. three by this three point. by this point. Wow. Oh, so I'm like, all right, and I'm living in Huntington, and I'm like. Dude, it's just, I just kind of like out of like a desperate move. I'm like, all right, I'm going to move you guys back to Texas. Oh, okay. It's cheaper there. It's there's family, whatever. Uh-huh. And then like move them back to Texas. And I'm like, I'm going to keep, Paul will let me stay at his house. Paul's like, you, you can stay here as long as you want, you okay. know? And I'm like, I'm still going to try to figure this out, you know? Right. I was just like doing whatever work I could. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting a job delivering blueprints. Just driving around, dropping right. shit off. And then, okay. yeah, and it was all like right in Irvine and everything. So like I would do that. Uh, but this is after like a like a year, oh. year and a half of like still trying to figure it out. Filming yeah. here and there. Right. Clips. Still going out at night, like filming, oh, like still like when I didn't have the kids, I'd go film at night. Like I worked it out where I I never had the kids on the weekend like, mm-hmm. and I would like go film on the weekends because that's when the most opportune still, time. Still, even then, yeah. like what you getting like twenty bucks a clip and <clears throat> no, there were really right. So there were times like when like I had the kids, yeah, like I didn't eat at night. My kids ate. Oh yeah. shit! Right. So it's Jeez. like, and it was like whatever. I didn't care. Like it was like when you're in that mode, you're just like kids first. I'll figure me out later. Like okay. that's just what yeah. you did. Of course. So like Kane. And Denman hit me up. They're like, hey, we're going to go to Reno to go film. Like, they were still, City Stars was still there. They were still, yeah. okay. Right. And they're like, do you want to roll? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll ask off. And can we go just Friday through Sunday, come back Sunday night? And they were mm-hmm. like, Kane was always down, dude. He was a, he was a champ. Sick. He would be like, yeah, dude, we'll, if we're done at like, like filming at 11, we'll just power back, eight hour drive back. Shit. You know? Yeah, yeah he, okay. didn't, he didn't care. So like. On the drive up, the DC video had just come out. And so we were like, oh, gosh, did you see that? You know, and like, um, we had been skating with Deerdick a lot. I met Deerdick through Kane. Because mm. they did, you know, like, we would go down and skate. The, the, yeah, the park, right? The TF, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were driving up, and I remember just in my mind, like, I was just, my mind's always working. It's always thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one, I, it, sometimes I can't sleep just because it's over, overthinking. Oh, wow. But I remember just driving, and I remember thinking about the DC video. I'm like, Kane, like do you know Greg Hunt? He's like, yeah, I know Greg. I'm like, do you think they need another filmer at DC? Because I just saw that video and like the production and I was like, dude, they're really on it. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and at the time when you like, when I think back and you think about who actually was helping him film that, like I was no, like I'm like not on that caliber. But at the same time too, they just finished a video. Yeah, I know. So they yeah. would probably not need a filmer. But right, that's... right. But I was like, whatever, try like, yeah. is he looking for help? Yeah. You know? And... He's like, I don't know. Like, let me call Derek. So he called Rob and he put him on speakerphone and he was just like, this is when you had like the Nextel phones, the flip, like chirp him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so like, um, he called him, put him on. He was like, hey, like, I got Heath. Like, we're going up to Reno. Like, he wants to know, like, does Greg need any help? And Robbie's like, fuck, like, why didn't I think about this before? Oh. And. Okay, he's like, like what? He's like, dude, we've been looking for a team manager for six months. Interesting. And we can't find the right fit. He's like, I don't know why I haven't thought about Heath before. He'd be perfect. He's, and the, I, I've always, I've got the micro team managing like thing from Rob because he yeah. said, he goes, dude, he films 
And as a filmer, he's already micro TMing. Yeah. Like he's perfect for this job. So you're sitting in the car, like, yes. <laughs> my, my, yeah, <laughs> like, like not trying, dude. It's like yeah. all of a sudden this like feeling of hope, you know, because right. it's been such a grind, you know, mm -hmm. like that you whole know. year of not. Doing yeah, it's but it was about a year and a half okay. of just like I'm gonna ride this out. I'm going to figure this out. I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm yeah. going to do this. So, uh. He was like, "Hey, Heath, if you we if I set up an interview, will you be there?" I'm like, I, "Whatever you wherever you tell me to go, what time I will be there." Right. So he set up an interview, and uh, I go down, and I don't know who's interviewing me, and it was Carl Heinemann. If you don't know who Carl Heinemann is, Play he was in the eight, yeah. uh, 8th Street. Yep. And I remember being like, "Holy shit! Like I'm being interviewed with Carl Heinemann." Like to me, it was a big <laughs> deal because. Like you just, the eight street videos were the shit. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. Mike Trinasky is my, like, like I look at Mike T as like, he's the best at what he did. Yeah. Right. You know, in my opinion, you know? And so I was just like, this is sick, you know? So he does the general interview and he's like, okay, cool. Like I'll, you know, I'll talk to all these dudes and we'll call you back if, you know, for a second interview, if we're interested. Okay. So. I think Rob kind of like was like, "Hey, you're gonna call him back for a second interview." And oh. uh, my second interview was like in Ken Block's office, and it was Ken, it was Damon, Rob, Mike Blayback, Greg Hunt. It's got wow. Sean Rogers that worked, did a lot of oh, stuff yeah. with Danny. Oh, yeah. um, there might have been another person there, but I remember it's like a big meeting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And the thing is, like, with, like just being in like Ken's office was gnarly enough as it is, because like what Ken, like Ken is. What he did with DC, mm -hmm. his marketing genius that it is, mm -hmm. I was like, for me, it was just humbling because I'm like, dude, this dude's done. Like, I don't think people realize he started out on Danny Way's couch. Right. Yeah. And they started a company called Eight Ball Clothing that turned into, you know, Drawers Clothing mm -hmm. that turned into DC the Shoes. shoes. Right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. that is gnarly, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is sick. And of course, like, when I, like, Got there. There's like there's like ten Mercedes in the truck. Like, <laughs> this is when DC's just like balling. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, not that they're not now, but like but that was, was like the height of the, that was right. Yeah, yeah shit was so. <clears throat> they're just asking me questions and okay. like, I think Rob built me up more than he probably should have. Um, but like, I was just kind of sitting there going like, all right, I don't know if that's true, but. Um, but <laughs> so the, the the kicker was he's like this is the dude that found P-Rod and Mikey and like you know oh, all the man. next dudes and like I'm like in my mind I'm like I didn't find Paul like right. <laughs> yeah. I was just there for like some of that you yeah. know like if anybody deserves the credits Nigel Alexander because he like filmed him you know yeah. that was his like filmer funny, so yeah. right yeah. he's the one who brought him to light I just went with it <laughs> and uh, he was just like he goes, like, Ken's just sitting there listening to rock. Because if you've never been around Deirdick and hear him, like, he's very inspirational. He's very, like, he, is, he will yeah. make you a believer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Ken's just taking it in, and he goes, okay, so who's the next kid? Oh. And I said, Devin Calloway. I didn't hesitate. I said, Devin Calloway. Now, keep in mind, Devin, all that these guys had seen of Devin and the world had seen of Devin at that point was street cinema. Uh huh. Anywhere you look like straight Millie Vanilli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. The hair. Right. Like, he was still figuring his style out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. But in that year and a half, me and Dev stuck together. Okay. 
like Dev cut the hair. Mm-hmm. He really started to mature into his skating, and I was documenting this. I saw it from like the jump. Right. And so when I was asked that question, there was no. I said Devin Calloway. I said he and Derek just got done doing all this praising. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "Wait a minute, what? The kid with the hair? Like, so yeah. start, I'm like, Rob, I know what you're thinking. I was like, but I promise you, that is the next kid. I said he. I promise you. Wow. So anyway, I do the interview and come back. Like they're like, uh, Rob calls me. He's like, Hey, you're hired. You got the job. Sick, That's right? Rad. You know. Wow. And keep in mind, I was living in Anaheim at the time, and I was like, That's where my kids go to school. So I'm not gonna move to San Marcos oh, where the shit. warehouse was. Yeah. So I was like, But I'll drive here every day. Oh, okay. It was 85 miles one way. Good God. Yeah. I didn't care. I was like, I have a job in skateboarding. Doing what I love. What kind of car yeah. were you driving at the time? At the time, I had a Periwinkle. Periwinkle? Periwinkle. the fuck is that? What is that? I don't know. It's like a purple color. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. I had a Periwinkle uh, Forerunner. Oh. That my son Jonas drives today still. Wow. Seriously. 100%. That thing Jeez. is a beast. How many miles? <laughs> like a quarter of a million? It's almost 300,000. Same? Wow. Right. Damn. So... I, I like that's I got that job, and of course, like going from City Stars where it wasn't the biggest budget, getting thrown into this, and I'll never forget um, when I got the job. Mm-hmm. Ken wanted to talk to me, and the last thing he said was, "I want to treat you to treat these guys like rock stars." Wow. It, Ken cared about every one of those guys, like, Sick. and he wanted them, and that's where I got my ethic of like, you treat these guys better than like you treat your own family wow because they are the ones that matter right you know i I love all my employees but above and beyond everything those guys that go out day in day out like breaking themselves like that's to me is like that's like what's like the most important it's amazing but i'm gonna restate this every one of my employees are fucking rock stars right (laughs) like i love them all you know did you bring dev over to dc then so this is where i get to like the bigger budget yeah like i was really timid about like w- like how much to spend and they just gave me this credit card this platinum oh. amex and i'm like they didn't tell you like hey just don't go over blah blah they just nothing really <laughs> nothing sky's limit whoa like three weeks after i got the job we like they were they had planned this because they had done the super tour in europe and they were like we're gonna do this tour in the states mm. i was and on so, that one with you Yes, you were. And it was a seven-week tour where we did five weeks, and then I think we were off a week or two, and then we did two more weeks. And what had happened is they hired Brent Cromuler to build the course. So we had two massive trucks following two RVs. so nuts. We did a whole loop around the country. Crazy. It was gnarly. So you had, like, the party bus, and then you had the mellow bus, right? And then so, like, and then you had... The, the ramp crew yeah. in two big trucks. Blayback was such a like a, a central point for all that. Like okay. I think that I learned a lot about being a TM from Mike. Interesting. Just to how him and Greg worked together and like they would like they were really integral in like a lot of the planning oh. and like all that stuff. Oh. So like he was like I remember just being like, All right, we're gonna do this and like I like the last TM had left a bunch of like just a stack of DVDs, you know, of like who potential or who was getting followed me vids or something and like i like went through them and uh 
saw Kelly Hart, you're like, eh. yeah. No, like I'd already <laughs> known Kelly. Yeah, we were I, friends. yeah. So like I remember like Mike going, so like what flow guys are you taking? And I was like, oh, we can take flow guys. And he's like, yeah, sure. You know, like <laughs> not a big deal. Like I'm like, there's already like a lot of people, yeah, dude. Like the whole DC team and a ramp crew <laughs> for seven weeks. Jesus. Think As about a, that. You stayed know? like in nice ass hotels. It yeah, was we didn't so stay nice, like there was dude. only like one little stint where we were kind of in the middle of nowhere where you couldn't stay at a Westin or whatever. Yeah, you know. And um, there's your refrigerator. No, that was my faucet. Uh, this is yeah. fucking sink. Yeah, yeah. But, I could not live here. Just <clears throat> <laughs> letting you know. Uh, but I remember that was when like Dev was still getting um, actions. Oh, okay. And this was at the very tail end of like mastermind and mm -hmm. like kind of the demise of, of action at the time and city stars at the time. And so like I called Dev, I'm like, dude, I want to start giving you shoes. I want you to go on this tour. And he's like, all right, let me talk to Joey. Like, I want to see like what he thinks, you know, cause he was still super down. Like he just yeah. super loyal dude. Yeah. And so he called Joey up and Joey's like, Hey man, like that's a great opportunity. You should do it. Oh, you know? oh cool. Yeah. 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 Sure. I basically put him on that trip with Kelly. Uh -huh. I think Jimmy Asselford was oh, one yeah, of the other flow dudes on it. Yeah. Is it Aaron Johnson? Remember the dude who was on Pop War? I can't remember, but I know who I know what you, who you're talking Aaron about. Cairo. No. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <clears throat> no, 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 no. no. wasn't flowing him. No, no. The, the pre braille. That was when Devin like really started to like really put in his work. What was sick to see Dude. was what Devin did every demo, laying it down, and mind you. He's on like this tour with these gnarly ass dudes. Oh yeah. All these dudes are so good at skateboarding, right? And Dev was just just every demo Sick. and I remember just sitting back watching, watching him do his thing and then it was like about 3 weeks in, like it was I think it was like Smith and A were just like, dude, this guy's on. Like <laughs> right. get him a contract. Sick. Like they were hyped on him. Like whole team was hyped on him. Yeah. So that's how Devin ended up on Red DC. And a big thing right. that happened it was that I remember, and that's where I met uh, Steezus over here, in D or uh, Dwayne, but uh, Sean Malto. That was the first time you were, mm. I remember. You were like, guys, there's this kid. He's so super sick. I saw <laughs> in that state that stack of tape of or DVDs okay. that I saw, like that was left. Sean's was the only one, and it was probably about thirty five DVDs. Mm. Sean's was the one that stood out to me. Okay, and he was brought to the attention of the last team by this guy Jeff Maines who was the, uh, I guess. He's like, a sales rep. Yeah, he's yeah. from Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. Like, he was a sales rep there, and, like, he hooked up Sean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and he was hooking up Sean with, like, the helmet, yeah. you know. Oh. When Sean went through his helmet phase, you know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Maines was a, a rep for audio. Okay. I think, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I just kept my eye on I was like, hey, keep getting this guy to send his stuff, whatever. And then, like, we saw him on that tour. Like, we went through KC. Oh, yeah, okay. And I remember kind of just sitting back watching him. He still wasn't there yet. No. Like, not even on Girl or being flowed back. No, no, no. Sam was giving him boards before. Oh, Sam was, okay. Right. He was already talking to Sam, getting boards, gotcha. I think, directly. Mm -hmm. Where we, like... I wonder if you saw the same tape, probably. Maybe. maybe I don't know. Yeah. I just remember being like, all right, we'll watch this kid. And he just, he grew and he developed. Yeah. So, along my, my path, uh -huh. right, when I'm still at Logic... Uh, I out of nowhere I get a call from Rob Deerdick hmm. and I'm like 
people people that don't know anything about Rob other than MTV. Yeah. Like that dude was so fucking good at skateboarding. Hell yeah. yeah. Right? Hell like hell yeah. when you go back and you look at memory screen mm-hmm. and you look at like just dude, he was so fucking good. Yeah. And like I remember just getting that call and I'm like I, I it didn't come up. I'm like, hello and he was just like, Hey Heath, this is uh is this Heath Brinkley? And I was like, Yeah. He's like, Rob Dyrdek. He goes, <laughs> I, he goes, Joe Castrici said you're the dude to film with in LA. Oh. And I, I gotta film a video part. Photosynthesis. Wow. Okay. Right. So I'm like, he's like, Can you meet up this weekend? And I'm like, Yeah, sure, dude. And uh I was like, Tell me when and where and I'll I'll be there. And probably Thomas guided it up <laughs> to, like, to Hollywood and yeah. like and when I met up with him he was with Steve Barra and that was the first time I met Steve oh, okay. so the very first thing I ever filmed of Rob was he does a line I think it's his open line back when I was ground oh, 180 yeah. and then lip slide down the handrail oh. at, at Pierce College in okay. the valley wow. and then I also uh, filmed Barra half cab crook 50-50 I think he did that for something for 411 maybe Huh. But like that was my introduction to Derek. No way. So thank you, Joe Castrucci and yeah. Rob. Did you film a lot of his uh, uh, part? No, I was on the tail end of that. So now, well, I mean, you are going back to the DC thing, and then from DC you went over to uh, Etnies, right? For Etnies, yeah. You know what? This guy beat me out on a job of audio. Interesting. So I was filming oh. with because I was filming with Kenny a lot, but mm. you were already in that mix. Yeah. And so like. Kenny was trying to get me a job because oh. they were, were going to do One Step Beyond. Yeah. And so, like, Jeff had, a, I think, a better relate. You were better than me anyway. Uh. Like, <laughs> I was like, Kenny and Felix, like, hey, dude, like, it'd be right if we, like, I was filming with those dudes a lot. I okay. think just through logic. Mm-hmm. And then I just started hanging out with Kenny a lot more filming. And so, like, I think, I think what it came down to, it was either me or you. It was going to really. Hired. I never knew that. I think so because huh. I didn't get the job and you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got an edge job by Raj. You're in a better place than I am now. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened with the DC thing? And you go to Etnies. What was the deal? Uh, there? It just there was a time where like I was approached and I was offered a really good opportunity. Oh wow! To kind of help rebuild that program and okay. you know and um, I just ultimately was like. Oh, okay. Did you want the challenge, or because you're at DC where there's you know treat them like rock stars? Here's a credit card. Yeah, but I was given, I was being offered a lot of freedom. Okay. Like basically, there's n- no barriers in your way. Just here, rebuild the team. Do whatever you want. So you brought in what? Mikey, Mikey Taylor. Yeah. Malto. Malto. Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. else did you bring? Devin ended up Dev, coming. Yeah. Yeah, because like right around that time, Dev was going to. Like he was in between contracts. Okay. And I told him, I was like, dude, stay with DC. Like they've done so much good for you. It's a good place for you, you know? Okay. So I actually, like, I thought for him it was like a better place. Oh. You know? Who else was on? uh, So Tyler Bledsoe. Tyler Bledsoe. Jose Rojo. Oh, yeah. Kyle Leeper. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, You know, it was a bit, it was tough because even before I got there, like the team that was there, they were already starting to transition people out, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it, like, again, like in those circumstances, it's a bit unfortunate, yeah. you know, like they were like, for you to do this, this has to happen. Right. You know? And I'm like, all right, well, sure. Oh, so you had to come in and do well, dirty I, work, I was dirty like, work. Yeah. No, but I was like, look guys, like I'm not kicking off people. Okay. I was like, 
if that's a decision you guys want to make, I said, here's what I want. Here's who I want to bring to the table. Right. If we can have everybody cool, but if you guys want to kick people off, that's something you're going to have to do. Okay. I'm not coming in to do your dirty work. Yeah. Right. I was like, you ask me what I think needs to happen. I don't necessarily think everyone has to go. Yeah. I was like, because, you know, there's a lot of rat people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not going to be doing the dirty work. Right. Okay. Because that's a decision you guys need to make as a brand. Yeah. Right. I feel like a lot of brands do that too. They're like, well, hire a new team manager. Now kick this guy off. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right. right. You know, yeah, it's gnarly. obviously at that time, like they had parted with Ronnie Krager and I'm like, I'm not going to be the guy that kicks Ronnie Krager off. Crazy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like I actually have, I had a, like this idea for this whole like table tour with Ronnie. Oh, sick. Right. Because I was pricing out tables and like all that stuff, you know? Wow. That would have been cool. How long did the Edney's thing last? Um, I was there because you guys were killing it. Look, we I think turned it around. Yeah, you yeah. turned it around. It was yeah. doing Look, great. Mikey and Malto on fire. Sure. I do know. I do know that I would see the numbers, and I do know that they started sell like at least two shops. They were mm-hmm. selling more product than they had in the previous like okay three or four years. Mm-hmm. So I felt like what we were doing was good. Yeah. Um, I think I was at DC for three and a half years. Okay, and then. Uh, I think it was mid 2000 because I got the job at DC at 2004. Uh-huh. So mid 2007, I went to Soltech, and then I'm like, <clears throat> I'm at Tampa Am, I think, and this is like 2009, mm-hmm. and this is when Tampa Am was in the like winter, like oh. in November, December. I forget. It was one of those months, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there and like. I'm actually ready to go to bed. It's Sunday night, getting ready to go to bed. I got a flight at 4 a.m. the next morning. Or I, I got to be up at 4 to get to the airport on time to make my flight. To go home. Right. Mm-hmm. I got to leave the hotel at 4. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bed at like 11.45, right? Because I went and hung out and then came back, whatever. Yeah. And I'm laying there and I get a call and it's Paul. Uh-huh. I'm like, why is this guy calling me right now? <laughs> I pick it up. Hey, man, what's up? Everything good? He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing right now? I'm like trying to go to sleep <laughs> like, dude I, i'm in tampa like why are you in tampa i'm like tampa amps my yeah, job yeah. Bro, i'm like do you know the? T-? he's like i don't know he's like, i'm pro i don't need to go there. right like, <laughs> so out of like the loop yeah. of like any am thing yeah. so i was like yeah like i'm i'm like going to bed i gotta be up at like four to, like i gotta be at the airport he's like when you get home i'm like tomorrow and he's like all right let me know what day you can meet i'm like dude do you want to tell me why you're calling me He's like, nope. He's like, I would want to talk to you in person. I'm like, dude, you're calling me. It's a midnight right now. Yeah. I'm in Florida and you won't. And I like, he's like, no, dude, I, I want to talk to you in person. Needs to say I didn't sleep because I'm just sitting there <laughs> like, what does this dude want to talk about? Yeah, yeah. What is going on? So I get back, we meet up. I intentionally make it hard for him to meet up with me. You do. Because I want to see how much he like whatever he wants to tell me how important it is to him Ooh. yeah so what did you have to, what did you do i'm in have... rancho santa margarita jesus down by lake forest because okay. of soltex yeah there. oh there you mm-hmm. go right right he's in the valley at it's this point drive. he's in simi valley oh yeah so it's like all right i want you to meet me here at this restaurant at this time which would put him in the heart of traffic. Jeez, oh, dude. And this guy. I want to see how serious this dude is to meet up with me. <laughs> and he made me stay up all night. It's a good, tr- it's a good, uh, yeah, you know, it's a good technique though. Right. You know, yeah. he's like, no problem. I'll be there. Wow. Right? Sure enough. 
He's there on time. Oh shit. He's like dressed up as Paul would be at that time. <laughs> Chains and Chain, yeah, like <laughs> I guess he thought to me like damn this dude's professional right. <laughs> you, know, like, you know uh but he i remember i remember it so clearly he sat mm. down he sits in a seat and he's like he's getting himself all adjusted the jewel, yeah yeah yeah, yeah and he's like all right and he spills it out he's like i want you to come work for me oh. and i'm like you only work for plan b he's like no 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 i want you to come work for me i was like what do you mean he's like, i don't know i just know i need you to <laughs> I don't know. I just need you to come work for me. He goes, I like, I had an epiphany. I like, I just, I don't know why I need you in my corner. I need, like, I trust you more than anybody when it wow. comes to skateboarding. I was like, well, I appreciate that. But like, I still don't know what you want me to do for you. Yeah. I was like, it doesn't make sense. Right. And he's like, I don't know either. And I was like, but I know it'll be, it'll work out and it'll be good. I was like, I don't know, dude, I got to think about this. Like, I don't know what you're asking me to do. And so... This time we're like, all right, let's meet up again. I met him halfway this time. <laughs> uh, and I was like, look, dude, like, you know, I've been thinking about it. I'm really interested. Like, I still don't know what you want me to do. He still didn't know what he wanted me to do. Huh. He just wanted me in his corner, man. Interesting. Obviously, I'm very humbled by this. Me out of everybody, like, in skateboarding that he could have picked, and it's me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like... All right, let me um let me have a meeting with uh my boss at the time was Mike Regan. Okay. Uh, well, so, uh my boss at the time was Jeff Taylor. Oh, at Soltech. But yeah. the guy that was the brand manager overall of like Etnies was Mike Regan. Okay. And I whom I had a great relationship with both of them. Mm -hmm. But like I went to Mike and I was like, Hey man, I got a really easy question for you. Where do you see me in five years mm. with, with Soltech? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's like, man, like, I honestly, I don't, I can't, I don't have an answer for you. I can't tell you that. Oh. And I was like, like, everything's going good. Like, you see what we're doing here and what we're building and like, you know, but you can't tell me where I'm at in five years. He's like, I'm not saying that because of you. He goes, I just don't know where I'm going to be at in five years. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, man, you, I said, you make, you're making my decision really easy. And I told him, I was like, Paul offered me a job. I'm going to take it. No way. And he was like, hey, man, like, that's, that's awesome. I think that's great. I think it's a great opportunity. Like, that's very progressive on Paul's part, you know? Yeah, right. So, like, Hearing, yeah. so that was the easy part. Yeah. Hard part was calling Mikey and Sean. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Because I had just gotten them to come over and everything. Put the whole team together. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Sean's was what I thought it would be. He's like, man, that's cool. <laughs> Like, it sucks, but I get it. Like, you right. got to do it. And I'm sure. And like, he had a shoe out at this point, too. Right, everything right. was going good, yeah. And so, like, it, but it was one of those things where I'm like, it was Mikey that was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you did this hard sell on me to come over here. Right. You know? But looking back, we had put so much focus on those dudes specifically. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, I think we did a good job with everybody. Yeah. But those two dudes were like, that we poised them as like the faces of like the, the skate side yeah, of things, yeah. right? And so like we had like, and like dude, it was like Oliver Barton and like you know like mm -hmm. it was a lot of you people. You'd put them in a you'd put them in right, a, great a place. lot of people behind the scenes that like really helped elevate them. Mm -hmm. And so like that like that stint at Soltech helped them get the best contracts of their life. There you go. Yeah, like Sean's Nike. at Nike. Mike's because like Jeff went over to DC, DC yeah. and he loved working with Mikey. Got them the best con, the still yeah. got them the best contracts of their life. There you go. So I'm like, guys, like it was in hindsight. I was like, 
it worked out. It worked for out, you. Yeah. Yeah. right? Right. Sure. Worked out you for know? everybody. Yeah, it ended up yeah. working out for everybody. You know. You still don't know what you what Paul wants. He still doesn't know what it is for him. So <laughs> I started in February, two thousand ten. Yeah. And like I remember, like all right, I'm gonna film him. That's so, a, that's a no brainer, <clears throat> right? And I yeah. wasn't used to what Paul did. Paul is a very regimented guy. Okay. He loves skateboarding. He has fun riding a skateboard, mm -hmm. but he has fun doing it the way he wants to do it. Right. Which in skateboarding, that's how it should be. You, you should do what you want when you, you want. Should go to bed your board every night. Yeah. Right. If you want to. He he put it. In the, he left it in the garage. <laughs> By this point, yeah. the girl man. Yeah. Um, but he. Um, I remember like going to the park and this was before we did the whole rebuild on the park and everything. And I remember just sitting there like one day in the park and like, I was like, what am I really doing here? Yeah. <laughs> right. I think we were all questioning that too. Like we heard you had worked for Paul, but we didn't know what, like, yeah, yeah but at the time, like personal like, trainer, yeah, yeah. Or personal filmer, right. Like, it's weird. And I want to clarify, right? I was never a skate coach. No. There's not one thing I'm coaching Paul Rodriguez. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Or yeah. any other skateboarder. Well, I bet you were helping level. him put together, like when you were filming stuff, you're like, oh, this would look good with that trick over here or something like you that. You know, sometimes it might be like, sometimes it might have been a flow issue. Yeah. But for the most part, like, what am I going to tell him to do? Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? He knew, like, Paul's a very, like, he's well thought out. He knows what he wants to do. And at that time, he would have a list of stuff he want to go film mm -hmm. and he wouldn't stop until he like he wouldn't move on to the next thing till he got that check him off the yeah. list yeah. Right. yeah i just remember being like what am i doing man like i don't know like i don't get it and then i kind of like thought back so i got introduced to like the power of what social media could be okay by rob brink oh yeah Okay. And Rob was well ahead of his time in the understanding of the power of social media mm -hmm. and how that can like from a either a brand or personal brand and what that meant. Uh -huh. um, and that that was in like 2008. So Rob's been really progressive with it for a 2008, long time. 2008. What was what was going on in 2008? Salt like, he was at Salt no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm saying in social media. Like was it? Oh, MySpace it was like or yeah, it was Facebook, Facebook at that time. Yeah. Right, right. Twitter maybe. Right, but something. he just understood like the power of reach yeah. and like the power of like wow, you can build like an audience and you can reach that audience and yeah. talk to them and Whatever by you yourself. Yeah, right. Like you don't need someone else telling the story for you, you there tell you, you, you write your own story. Mm -hmm. But I remember like it dawned on me. I'm like, cause I, when I signed with Paul, I signed over all the rights to my footage to him. Yeah. If I filmed you, you own it. Technically I sh could own this, mm -hmm. but I'm going to give it to you right? because I believe in skaters owning their own destiny. They're controlling what they do. Right. Yeah, and right. I believed in the idea of personal brand. Mm -hmm. and what that meant okay so i remember like six months in i then like was asking myself this and i started looking at all his platforms and i was like paul we're gonna do a deep dive into all this like we're gonna start posting clips like we're gonna do like we're gonna build your youtube we're gonna build yeah. your like instagram came along like i watched it for a little bit and then like all right we're gonna do this like yeah so like that's when it's just like we just started and it was really taboo to like promote yourself promote yourself and you were watermarking stuff too right? watermark like, yeah because yeah. i was like well dude if someone takes this like repost how, it, like this know, yeah. i like you own this yeah 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 like because it's so easy just to rip and do and For run sure. it somewhere yeah. else where i'm like now we've moved away from that yeah. sense you know right but it's just one of those things where it's like at the time i was like it's important that you own this yeah but 
we just started developing and yeah. i remember mikey like calling me like early on like dude what are you doing like it's not a good look <laughs> oh really <laughs> like yeah and i was just like i don't know like and i asked paul I'm like do you care he's like i don't care yeah. yeah he's like let's do it okay he goes like no one's gonna tell me what I should or shouldn't do. It's Paul Rodriguez. Dude. Yeah, no, it, but yeah. it's not even that. He, yeah. It's just his mentality. Paul really shaped a new mentality for me, where it was like, dude, if I'm okay with it, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what someone else thinks about who I ride for or what I do. Do you like what I'm doing on a skateboard? Right. That should be the only thing you care about. True. And Paul was like, no matter what I do, I'm always going to put it down on my skateboard. Yeah. And judge me on that. Don't judge me on anything else. Right. And if you know Paul, like he's the best dude. For sure. Like I don't. I'm not saying that because he's like my friend and yeah. business partner and like all that. I'm saying he is one of the best humans on the planet. He's amazing. Right. Yeah. yeah he's a great so like guy. anybody that's ever had a bad thing to say about Paul has never met Paul. Right. You yeah. Know? For sure. <laughs> I just was like, dude, let's go in. Let's do this. Wow. You know. Yeah. I guess. The next leap is like. Well, the gold boards. The gold boards. Yeah. He quits Plan B. So I'd been filming and Paul, like, this was, was one of the benefits. Paul had all his footage and it was with me. Okay. So like, it wasn't in the control of anybody else. And it wasn't that like anybody at plan B was going to do anything malicious with it. Right. He was just like, it's mine. I'll do what I want when I want with it. Yeah. You know, do I want to be a part of the project or do I, you know, yeah. yes or no, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, 2013 street league Munich, we're there. He shows up and he's got, three boards painted hmm. I'm like what's up dude he didn't even tell you I don't think so I think I found out when we got there I mean we flew together yeah but I didn't I don't think I saw his boards or something yeah. I just remember being like I knew he was kind of questioning like what he wanted to do and uh -huh. like he was really like and this might have been just due to the like what I was like hammering away at like personal brand you like yeah. where he's like Paul really wanted to control his own destiny okay he's like I don't want other people deciding for me I want to control my destiny. I want to take the path I want to take. Yeah. I don't want to do something that someone else thinks I should do. Mm -hmm. I want to do what I know is right for me. And so he had one painted white, one painted black, and one painted gold. Yeah. And as soon as he stepped out on the course with, I think it was, like, I forget, it was either the white or the black one. I remember in the room, he like he set it up, right? Yeah. He set the board up because Paul was paying for me to travel with him everywhere. Okay, so right. I just like couched it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we got a double. Like, yeah. I remember like him walking out on the course, and instantly I'm sitting with Atlas and Rob. They're like, "What's Paul doing?" I film a bunch of stuff that day, and like what I would do with Paul, and I actually did it. Like I, I for a small period of time, me and Rob Brink and this guy John Highland. We did a little thing called social ops where we were actually like, hey, let's do things like what Fred's doing right now to help people oh, with yeah, social, social media. media. Right. Yeah, okay. Dude, I was like filming like five or six dudes. I'd go back instantly to the hotel. I would do all these little edits for Instagram so they could each post. Yeah. And like, you know. Wow. So like when Paul's went up, he got a call. We were downstairs and it's like calling. Hey, Paul, what's up? Oh. Paul disappears for like three hours, oh, right? Shit. He comes back and he's like, dude, I just like, I just quit plan B. No way. Yeah. And like, he's like, dude, it sucked, you know, cause <laughs> wow. he loved all those, like, you know, he still like, yeah. like has a lot of love for all those dudes. Mm -hmm. Paul, he's told the story before he painted the boards gold because that's the only paint that didn't drip, that didn't oh. run. Yeah. Okay. It went on flat mm -hmm. and it dried quicker and all that stuff. 
so he just started skating these gold boards. Yeah. So when he quit, I was like, all right, let me reach out to Bearback and like, let's see if I can get you boards. And uh, got in touch with Adam over there, and he was like, yeah, no problem. Like, you just like, what do you need? We'll work it out. Like, so whatever. Mm-hmm. They knew they saw that Paul was painting his boards gold. So they like we ordered ten boards. This is like probably like two or three months into it. Uh-huh. No, this wasn't even like yeah. This is probably like a couple months into it. Okay. Um, they sent a box of ten, and it was the ten first wow. ten foil boards. Oh. Adam was like, "We got it," and we're like, "Holy shit, this looks sick!" Right? Because they've never seen anything like that yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone's done it in the past, but Seek. I don't remember it. Like Seek, yeah. but all foil. I think they had a little bit of foil on top okay. of the board. So it was silver, though, too. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Silver. silver little... It was just crazy to see just nothing but gold foil. Yeah. Right. And they took it upon themselves to do that. They did they that, and him. they were like, hey, what do you guys think? And we were like, Paul was like, Paul being Paul, like, loves flashy. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> he was like, dude, I'm about it. Right. Like, I love this, you know? And he was like, fanned him out, took a photo, and the response just went through the roof. Not again, it was like... It wasn't everybody's like favorite. There was people like, dude, that's gross. <laughs> <You know? laughs> sure. But there were majority of people were like, dude, that is the sick. Yeah. When are they available? Oh. Paul just kept skating them. And then like Paul's like, we kind of together were like, what if we did this? Like, what if we made like, I was like, maybe we make 500. Paul's like, let's make a thousand. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, 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 dude. Let's do 500. 500. Like, like we don't yeah, even like, dude, we don't know what's going to happen True. with this, right? Yeah. Like, who knows? Like, people can say all day long they love it and they'll buy it, but until they actually execute on it. Yeah. So I was like, let's do 500. Mm-hmm. I'll set it up. You're going to go down. We're going to go down to bareback. You're going to personally hand number and sign every one of them mm-hmm. we're going to document it we're going to make an edit right and then you know john highland was already working with me and he already knew understood the back end so john helped build out the whole back end of the website okay i was like all right we'll do this on black friday oh okay i was like i hope we sell out by christmas yeah i hope we do because in my mind i'm like dude this is a heavy investment 500 for, boards a lot of right boards, yeah. yeah for just an individual and granted paul yeah paul has money but it's still it's his own money it's yeah. an investment right. right and i remember paul like i'm not like he's like do we save a couple of these i'm like no dude we're going to i'm going to order them yeah so when it goes live we're just like everyone else because i don't i don't feel right taking two boards away from two potential people that there really you go. That, right like oh i really want this as a history thing mm-hmm. but like i don't want to just be like oh well we get like and i didn't want to make a couple extra because then it wouldn't have been like truly 500 there you go yeah. right right like it was gonna really be this limited 500 board run yeah. sure 11.59 like you know me and my like wife amy like she's like we're just sitting there and we're like oh my gosh here we go. <laughs> right 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 can you see all the analytics of the website in front of you or do you have no uh, john no. john was oh. like looking at all that i was just like all right i'm gonna go on and i'm gonna buy one you're gonna, no bu- problem. Oh, you're gonna buy one right gotcha. i'm gonna buy two okay. one for me and one for paul there you go like i'm gonna buy two like <laughs> yeah. right 12 o'clock hits like and i'm just refreshing mm-hmm. right as soon as 12 o'clock hits nothing I can't get onto the site. Oh, it's flooded. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? And like, I'm like, okay, that's a good sign. But like, I want to get my board. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. I, I call Paul. And I'm like, dude, this is crazy. The website is not responding. Oh, shit. And I'm like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Right. 
and people in the comments are like, what's happening? I can't get the board and, yeah, and all this yeah. stuff. It took like three or four days for the dust to settle. The website glitch sold 60 more than it should have. So we sold 560 boards in two and a half minutes. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. How does the fucking thing glitch and add more product? I had to call site? Bearback and say, hey, you got to make 60 more. Did you get your two boards? No. No. What? We didn't even get boards. No. <laughs> Why didn't you just take two off the pile and I just and put money in the pot or something? I didn't want to do that. Why? Because I wanted to be fair. I but, wanted but to. You're paying for the boards though, Heath. <laughs> but I gave us the same chance everyone okay. else had. Okay. That might sound that. stupid to no, people. No, I get it. I get but it. But for me, it's like right. it's like this ethics thing with me. Like I, I just taken them off the pile. Of course, because you have put, no ethics. Put, yeah. So did you like you never? So you don't have one at all. I don't have one. That's insane. Would I you see. buy it if you saw if it was available? Does Paul have one? Uh, no. These weren't no. even named primitive, Nothing. right? They were just they were just blank, blank gold boards, gold boards signed and numbered by Paul. Wow. There was no. Even you know, on the, nothing. There was no name. It was no it was gold boards. P Rod's gold board. That's right. it. Like we didn't. We I don't know what we can't remember what we called it. It's been so long. And so like, I went as far as some phone calls. Mm -hmm. But I was like, Paul, you really, I really believe you. We should do this through primitive. You already have it set up. Yeah. It was a shop in the valley. They were already starting. They they were selling, starting to move a lot of t-shirts. You know, I was just like, hey dude, you already have this going on with these dudes and it's already building momentum. Mm -hmm. Invest in your own distribution. Like don't go to another distributor and like make them money and then you're just kind of, this is your red-headed stepchild. Yeah, yeah right. 10% or whatever. You know, I'm like, yeah, like yeah. that's just not the move. So like, you know, we lost and like, again, like we got, there's a lot of shops that were really reluctant to carry us at the very beginning. Really? We had a lot of shops that just were like, you're Zoomies brand. Oh. And I'm like, what does that even, like, really? <laughs> yeah. And you guys were already in Zoomies. Yeah, they, the shirt. they were, that was already yeah. there. So it was already an account. Right. And like, I was just like, and Paul's just like, dude, if it's like, if they want to buy the boards, like let's the, sell them the boards. The, yeah. Right. But I was like, when I would hear that, I'm like, when's the last time someone went to a Zoomies and looked at what they carry <laughs> but it always came back to like well you guys started in zoomies i was like oh, that's not entirely true right, either right, right. but they got ushered in they started a skate shop in, in the valley right <laughs> yeah that was 100 100 funded by paul rodriguez yeah. right right today primitive is 100 funded by paul rodriguez wow crazy. he has put his money where his mouth is right <laughs> i'm just saying we did, we've been called out like you know it's like you know not skater owned or whatever i'm like oh, <laughs> who, who's saying that I'm, dude it's like i've he i've heard it i've read the comments and it's like have you heard of paul rodriguez yeah. like he's a skater and <laughs> one of the best i'd say, he, I'd say he's a skater yeah. he funds this you know so we kind of went through this whole it's like crazy. thing where it's like even today there's still like there's still a handful of accounts that will like will never carry you really yeah again we've been called out for the subscription you oh, know yeah, we do a subscription yeah, a, but it's like as well as it does for us it's still such a small percentage of our business mm -hmm. that it doesn't affect shops in the least right like i look at the numbers and if in fact i every at the end of the year i sit down with the cfo and he's like all right here like this is like everything you Here's need to the know categories of the and as I started going through the list of skate shops, yeah, like skate shops, like real deal core shops, mm -hmm. like I looked at year over year and like this is after we had launched, like it wasn't a full year of like subscription, but okay. we started getting, we got some flag for it. You get an idea or two. 
but there was so many shops that actually had an uptick with us. Oh. Where I was like, this isn't affecting them. This is actually like, Helping they're still them. doing well. And in fact, we did two, like, we've had, like, it's pretty cool to do this, like, where, and it's a testament to, like, Paul and the team. Yeah. Like, we we did a demo for Elias at No Comply. Okay. And then we did, uh, we did a, like, a thing, a 15-year anniversary for, in Nashville for 6th Ave. That's my, like, oh, sick. being my hometown, like, we did it for them. Dope. But that day was like has been their best sales to date. Really, it beat Black Friday. It beat any holiday sales. Wow, interesting. Black Friday. It beat Black Friday. Right. That's gnarly. And I was like, that's to me like that's rad. Yeah. You know, like to be able to have that kind of profound effect on a shop. Right. Where they're like, dude, we just beat our sales record. Crazy. That's sick. And it's like, you know, and we're doing like, I'm I'm like I'm building out too. Like where shops obviously matter to me like i've worked and ran like five shops back Mm -hmm. home and i understand the importance of them and the culture and yeah you know so i'm by no means in the business of putting someone out of business that's not what i want to do you know but i also can't control the way people want to shop right there's some people that just shop online now absolutely and like if i don't have that avenue right you know right but what we are trying to do, we do like when we work with shops, like we're doing our shop board collabs uh-huh. are 100% unique to that shop. Oh, that's you right. give it, you give them their own I graphic. Do not, I, I don't do logo board, your name no. here. I like, we, I'm where I finally got it within Nashville where we actually work with a local artist who I used oh, yeah. to actually give shoes to from Etnies. Oh, there you go. Right. So him, and then I let him kind of, curate the art okay i wanted to because like my go- special my goal yeah. is to fit the like i want to start using local artists to build those collab boards with right. the shop because then you tell this full complete story and it's a true collaboration with that scene there, there you yeah. go right and every shop that we've done a board with like that's specialized for them uh-huh. it sells out i bet like yeah. great almost yeah. almost in the first day oh shit right. Right, and it's like, and they'll, and they'll, they'll order thing. like seven seventy five to like a hundred and twenty, and that's a lot for a shop, right? But that makes it really special, yeah. You know, no, and I think totally. as a brand, I think we're trying, like, we're traveling a lot more than a lot of hard good brands are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, know, you guys are on fire, yeah. man. Did you guys just go to China? Someone with the China, right? They left the China. Guys? They left to China today. They just got back from Greece. Yeah. Greece, Jeez. yeah. Right. Going so everywhere. like Wade got on, and that was like, all right, you're going to Greece. <laughs> <laughs> But again, I'm building out, like I said, I just hired my third filmer. It's insane. You know, because I believe in like documenting, like the video platform right now is the single-handedly the most important platform. Mm -hmm. And like my goal is to do three to four really good projects a year and then all the in-between. I keep harping on Paul. For the full length it's not happening what do you mean why what do you mean he responds come on do i want the guys to go out for two years and kind of go dark yeah right right and really hammer down on a full length or do i showcase them multiple times throughout the year right you guys got a lot of people on the team now yeah we do a lot of pros we do who's next what about trey williams yeah, Trey's like he's grinding right now. Yeah, yeah. I like Trey. Yeah. The whole team is back in Trey, so he's grinding. Like we're, 
like we're putting them to work. We'll see. I, think, I, I have faith in them. What about, I, you guys just, uh, yeah, you guys just came out with the Dragon Ball Z too. Well, that's coming. A, yeah, oh, it's that, coming that's soon. Pre-order. Gonna, yeah. Oh, pre-order. Yeah, we did a little pre-order and oh, like. How'd that do? It good? did did pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are the numbers on that? Huh? I don't what know if numbers? I should say. What do you it mean? Was, you know? Tell Chris how, how much, much money you guys made. How much, <laughs> primi- how, how much does primitive make a month? <laughs> That's a great question. Look, we do. Look, we do modest. We're good. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Like, like I've got. I believe in my team. Yeah. Not my just well, my skate you, team. Like I've built your whole. Like, if I go through the list of people like at work that mm-hmm. just crush it on the daily, like I will put them against anybody else. You know. Yeah. The only person that I won't put them against <laughs> is Jim Theobald. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, no one's better than Jim. I know, he's a good. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. the best. Well, I'm glad primitive is doing well and you guys have uh the subscription things doing well and i just think in general overall business like it's like i said subscription is such a small percentage of our right like right like last time we checked we had like like two kids in arizona of all of arizona that subscribed see you know what i'm saying like it's not affecting any shop's business in arizona (laughs) you know but then you go and do rad stuff for the shops too with the 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 the, um the artwork and the right for the boards and stuff like that what we've noticed logo on it and what we've noticed is the largest uh like we see a lot of subscribers from places where it's hard for them to get the boards yeah okay like I can almost like we do like with analytic we zone in and like oh look like yeah like either the local shops don't carry it or they're just so far from a skate shop yeah mm-hmm. right you know and right. like so they're utilizing it but again overall just as a business and what we're doing I can probably say retail is the bulk of our business okay. with the you subscription know? stuff it's stuff you can only get from that right so. Like the boards, we always do a board that only goes to like you only can get it in the subscription. Okay, mm, right. You know, so and then like kind of exclusive stuff. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. It, there's exclusive stuff that okay. like ends up in there. You Sick. know what I'm saying? And like, um, so we try to curate the box to uh-huh. be like like really unique and like nice. Uh, something that's at least when you like people that want it, like you know, and we do have diehards that yeah. like you know that right. are really into it. But like again, the bulk of our business is still like a healthy retail business, and we've actually seen a lot of corridors grow and Sick. like do well. Dope. You know, with our product. You know, right. so you know we're just trying to like I think for us to do like multi layered types of like retail. Yeah, and like whether it's like like through actual uh, brick and mortar or direct to consumer. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think we have a really good balance right now. Sick. You know, I like it. Yeah, definitely. So, and like by no means am I undercutting shops. Right. Yeah. You know, like our prices online are the same price as everything else, you know, yeah. and even still, there might be somebody to say, oh, well, your subscription is 75 bucks mm-hmm. for all that stuff. And it's like, well, you're still paying like full price for the board. It's right. the other stuff that you get. Okay. You yeah. know, huh. like you can't, there's no wiggle room with boards. Right. What people don't realize is like, Boards are so expensive because there's never been a price increase on boards in shops. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Like, it's never... Inflation's existed everywhere else on the planet except in skate shops. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. true. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I said earlier, my first board cost me $65. Yeah. You go into a shop and now it's like 50 to 55 bucks. Yeah. Right. I think 
that if shops are worried about their their margins and mm-hmm. like how to keep shop doors open and all that and like that's truly a thing mm-hmm. you know like just as a brand i'm not getting rich off of skateboards i can tell you that yeah, yeah. like i can break down to the penny where all like any money i make on that board mm-hmm. like from like the overall cost of the board the royalty that i pay the guy to paying the artist paying the artist paying oh, yeah. my product developer paying my production team paying my Everybody warehouse you. everything yeah. like every ounce of money is eaten up mm-hmm. in that board yeah. wow you know it's not to say that we don't do well yeah, yeah we yeah. do right but skateboards aren't making us rich yeah i can tell you that you know what is coffee mugs? A hundred percent. But no, you know, I I think that I don't know. Like, I think it's a. I think people don't like talking about like raising prices. Yeah. And it, again, I don't want to gouge any customers. Right. But the problem is, is like you're getting to a point where the manufacturer. I had three. Um, uh, three price increases last year oh, wow. from a manufacturer, not because they're gouging us. They're like, dude, like we, like yeah. we have to do this. Yeah, I didn't raise the price on my boards. So my margins going so, down. Yeah, yeah. But what am I gonna do? Like at some, and that's not just me. I'm not the only one. Yeah. But why was there? Why was their price going up? Cost of labor, cost of goods. Yeah. And that was probably with every brand. It's probably it's called oh, infl- yeah. it's called yeah. inflation year yeah. over. I'm and I'm predicting I'm going to have at least a couple more this year. Right. They so raise your rent here, you know. Yeah. Year house, over year, yeah. inflation goes up, and it's like, and I get it. Like here's the thing, my theory is that had shops raised their prices slowly year mm-hmm. over year you wouldn't think twice right now to spend yeah. 80 bucks on a skateboard okay yeah right, right and i say that because if you think about it in europe for an oh, american oh, brand 100 bucks yeah they're yeah, easily expensive. there's kids paying for that yeah but it's not about gouging the customer it's not at the end of the day you don't want to do that yeah because any brand if they really wanted to could be like well you know what i sell you wholesale boards for i'm going to put that online yeah at that cost like if you really like any brand could do that. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Revive does that thirty-eight dollar boards all day long. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I don't agree with that. Like it doesn't make sense for me to undercut these like partnerships I have with yeah. these shops. Yeah. But there will become a time where it's like, dude, I'm like, every brand's gonna have to have like a come to Jesus moment with this problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Because I, it's already every manufacturer starting to do the squeeze. Yeah. And like, I know we haven't raised our prices since mm-hmm. that's happened. I've, I'm very familiar with people at other companies and we talk. Yeah. They're kind of in the same boat. Right. I'm not going to say no names. Right. I'm just saying like at some point, something's going to have to happen because otherwise, sh- like it's not the shops are going to shut down. It's going to be the brands. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. like, I can't afford this anymore. It's crazy. Like I can't afford to pay you to ride for me anymore because I don't make any money on on a skate. Brands that don't have the apparel play, yeah, like are gonna have a really tough time. Yeah, you know, and I don't want to see that happen. No, you know, like I like seeing like everyone like that's like can kill it, kill it. There you go. Yeah, you know, absolutely. The ones that are smarter, fa. 
Oh yeah. Their boards are 55 bucks, oh. but they introduced it at 55. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're the ones who are like, Hey, this is what it costs. Right. If you want to be on board. <laughs> and that's great. Like, it's great because it's, it's like, it's smart, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause boards should be more than 55 bucks. Right. Yeah. Like for the sake and the shop's, would make more money. Mm. It would help them pay their rent. Right. It helps brands pay their rent. It helps manufacturers pay their rent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's sure. like, honestly, like a $75, $80 board is still cheaper than putting your kid in Little League hockey. Yeah. There you go. Little League football. Right. It's so expensive to do that. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a kid that's really good at soccer and they're on a travel team. Yeah. You're spending like a couple of grand a month. Jeez. <laughs> like easy. Yeah, get him a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, my wife was on a travel team. Oh, yeah. Like she's really good at soccer and oh. she was on a travel team throughout her like, you know, whole like teenage years. Wow. And it was like, she's like, I don't know how my parents did it. Crazy. And yeah, your little $80 skateboard. Yeah. Like that's cheap, mom and dad. Yeah. Like do that for your kid because they're doing something like they're doing something good for themselves. There you go. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, I just wonder why no one talks about that. Yeah, definitely. But again, it might be a reason why, like, because if everyone hates what I'm saying, I'm sorry. Like, but there's this whole back end of of, like what's happening or what's going to come to brands, Mm -hmm. you know. But I'll say this, like the idea that China wood is bad is that's false. Yeah, the wood's pretty good. There's people over there that give a shit. And they're really trying to make a really good product, right? You right. know. When do you think, uh, when one person does it, is like all the other brands going to start raising their prices? The boards, you think? I don't know what's going to happen. Hmm. I just like I'm trying to hold steady, so I don't have to do that right. to our accounts. Yeah. You know. But, like, you're only going to be able to take so many price increases. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Before I'm like, all right, well, we have to. Pay. Are we just giving these boards away? Now? Right. Yeah. Right. Like, cause like I said, the pro- cost of goods mm-hmm. is high. The royalty rate is we pay a really good royalty rate mm-hmm. to our guys. We're fair. Uh, then paying all the employees oh, yeah. in between. Keeping the lights on, everything. Right. Like, and I've had a couple of like conversations with people where they didn't understand that. And then as soon as I like, I literally broke it down to almost the penny. Wow. And they were like, we had no idea. <laughs> I, think, I don't think a lot of people know. And so like. Where, like, when you look at what Jeremy Klein's doing mm-hmm. with hookups and you look at, like, even Mike V with Street Plant, mm-hmm. like, those dudes are on a grind. Mm-hmm. They're doing it all themselves. They're doing it all themselves. Yeah. Like, that is no easy feat. Like, what those dudes are doing. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, Jeremy's doing all the graphics and, like, he's yeah. doing all that stuff. I don't know Jeremy. Mm-hmm. But like that dude's hustling, right? Yeah. Like, and like, and the and it's enough. He, and the, what's rad about that situation is he's doing enough for what he needs, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's happy. Yeah. And he's like, he goes to bed at night knowing, like, hey, cool, man. This yeah. is cool. You yeah. know. Again, I don't know him personally, but just outside looking in, like, I'm obviously like a fan. Like, yeah. every like rubbish heap. If you haven't never seen that part, yeah, go, go on YouTube, look up rubbish yeah. heap, look at Jeremy <laughs> Klein's part. It's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Right. Dude. You do that, mm-hmm. right? And you have no employees and it's your life and that's all you do, which is awesome because it takes so much dedication mm-hmm. or if it grows to something bigger, yeah, you know, like you even look at like brands like Quasi, mm-hmm. Polar 
FA, look at what Josh is doing with theories and yeah. like all that stuff. Like they have warehouses. Yeah. Not only that, he has a warehouse somewhere over in like New Jersey or New York New where York. it's expensive. Brooklyn, right. I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like this shit doesn't just like come out of nowhere. Like, dude, it takes a lot of money, man. Yeah. Like, even at like from like and at like you look at the deluxe is a monster. Mm -hmm. And I like, you know, and I'm like, I don't know how you do it, Jim. Like, that's <laughs> gnarly because it's just if you've ever been to deluxe, it's just a massive operation, you know, and. I think it's just a testament to Jim and his team and how like well they do everything. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but I don't know, man. Like it's 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 going to be interesting over the next I think couple of years, two okay. or three years. Yeah. And I don't want to see anybody go out of business. I don't want to no. see any shops go out of business. I don't, and I don't want to gouge customers either. Right. You know, but something will have to give. Mm -hmm in the near future for everybody for yeah. every not in the because right it's or it's going to be that one brand that's because well, fuck it we're just going to go straight to consumer and like our boards are 35 bucks yeah and then you're kind of you just messed up the whole like system yeah it's like you a food chain you know it's like a, right yeah it's like different like i said revive i think they're from <coughs> i don't know 38. it's the 38 bucks mm -hmm. But again, it's much different if a brand like Deluxe all of a sudden turns on a $38 right. board. No, for yeah. sure. <laughs> because they are so big and so many shops and shops do so well with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a way different ball game right. when they do it. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, it'll it's be a, just... It's a real challenge. It's a yeah. real challenge. And like, I'm constantly working with like our sales team to yeah. like... Hey, what's the balance here? Like, how do we do this, and how do we make it work? And right. like, like I even get to where it's like, all right, like I have, like I said, like my team is really good, and like even getting them to hammer down on color counts and how to do half tones to replace, mm. like to bring that color count down and right. get the cost of the board down. So we're doing a lot of things on that side of thing just so we don't have to raise prices. Yeah, you know. Right. But again, at some point, like there's Something's only like when the manufacturer starts raising prices to a certain point something gives yeah. you might want to own the wood shop yeah maybe i want to put it in my garage <laughs> <laughs> my garage isn't that big oh, oh also i want to we got to wrap this up soon here but yeah. uh also i want to touch on real quick was uh xl yes. you and ryan clemens do the xl which is a management uh company am i correct for, yes uh, yeah skateboarders and we started and i mean ryan was on the show and he yes. really went into what it is i don't yeah. have to like deep dive into that right but, I, you know, uh, it was 2009. Mm -hmm. I was out there for an Anthony's event, and Ryan and I had known each other through the years or whatever. Mm -hmm. But we uh, we had had the discussion about just skaters getting living like two, three, four years of making a lot of money, never saving it, and then like it just all going away because they didn't yeah. pay taxes. They never kept track of it. Whatever they bought cars, right? Yeah, you know, and like we were like, all right, like. You know, it'd be cool if somebody actually did something to help manage people's like finances mm -hmm. and show them a better way. Yeah. And we kind of like looked at it like, well, why don't we do something? Yeah. So that like that was like a conversation for about a year. Okay. And then finally, we pulled the trigger in like 2000, maybe it was like 2008, and then 2009, okay. right before I started working for Paul. Like we did that, and then over time, like the you know it just grew organically and like all that stuff so mm -hmm. paul was like our first client okay like, ryan's a great great businessman he's really smart mm -hmm. like he understand like he's like 
really good with money. Yeah. So he has a great understanding. And we have also a great team there. And we also have like a lot of resources that we utilize, like, you know, accountants and like lawyers, like, and all that, like, CPAs, you know, we're not like, yeah. we know what we're, we are good at and we know what we're not good at. Okay. I think that's the most important thing is just know what you're not good at and hammer down on what you're good at. There you go. So like, um, we, uh, it's it just, it's grown organically Yeah. and it grew into like, like a full blown agency at this point where just slowly but surely people would be like, Hey, can you look at this contract? Right. You know, con- like Ryan's done contracts for so long over the years. Yeah. He knows what to he knows, he yeah. knows what to look for. And if it's something that's out of his league, he pat, we have a lawyer. He pat, Hey, what do you read this and tell me if like, right. I'm reading this right. No, you know? it's great. I mean, there's, there's, um, <clears throat> you know, skateboarders, should, you know, should focus on skateboarding, you know? And, right. And it's just hard sometimes for, uh, like you said, contracts and stuff. You know, I, we, we all know skaters that just sign on the dotted line without even reading the thing, yeah, you know? Right. It's just like, ah, oh, man. Like, wait, could, I'm locked into this? It could come back and bite them, you know? In general, it's just with Excel, like, we're just trying to, like, help, like, skaters yeah. succeed. No, it's great. You know? Yeah. Like, that's really what we want at the end of the day. Yeah. And so, like, it's been, it's been a cool ride, man. Like, yeah. I, like... Ryan is the day to day. He is the face of it. Right. I'm like a lot of people have no clue that I'm even involved. I had no clue until yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know. So I've you told know. everybody that we sign like when you sign with us at Primitive. Mm-hmm. I, when I give them the contract, I always tell them go have someone look at it. Yeah. Like I don't say go to Ryan and look at it. Right. I say right. go have someone look at this. Have someone that knows how they're to read a contract. Look at this contract. Mm-hmm. And then you come back with your comments. Because the thing about contracts is they're all negotiable. There yeah. you go. Like, yeah. just because I give you a contract, you don't have to accept that contract. Yeah. You can be like, I want this, this, and this. And I go, okay, I'll do this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. And then you just go back and forth. Yeah. But there's, I never want someone to sign a contract just in front of me. Like, I'm like no, like, I've, I don't think I've let that happen. Like, yeah. yeah. I think it's always, I've always said... Go get someone to read this. Oh yeah. Know what you're signing. Know what you're like. What you and our contracts are really basic. Right. You know, but it's important. You know, it's important to have that layer. And I and it's always too like I tell people like if any of our dudes or anybody I've ever advised sign with Excel, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But whoever they want to be with, it's fine with me. Yeah. Um, but I always tell them have someone that deals with your business, and your relationship with the brand is just skating. Yeah. 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 Like, don't be the one that's, like, trying to negotiate. Like, yeah. don't cross business with, like, these, like, you're going to, like, if it's going to be a long-standing relationship, you're going to have friendships and you're going to build these For things. sure. Like, let someone else do that. The dirty work. That dirty work. Yeah. But it's it's the same thing in looking at the contracts. I mean, it's either, like, Ryan looks at it or, or a lawyer. Like, somebody's going to be looking at it, you know? So, like, why not somebody who, like, comes from our world and, right? you know? Right. Um, I mean, goes Ryan, up the bat for you. Ryan, like just being like who he is and mm-hmm. obviously his skateboarding background, like if you follow him on Instagram, you know, he's still chasing it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like I see him skate the dream driveway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like his. Yeah. His driveway is a skate <laughs> park. Yeah. 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 His was a great episode, by the way, when he came on the yeah. show. So yeah, it really was. Uh, gave a lot of gave me insight too to what what Excel does and everything, you know? So. Yeah. It's really cool what you guys are doing. I, I like yeah. it, you know. Look, man, I, like my like my whole thing is do good by people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and just good things are going to happen for you, yeah. you know. For sure. So like you never do anything with the intent of like being rewarded. 
you just do because you know you can like you can help somebody for sure you know and i've been fortunate to be a part of people's a lot of people's careers Mm -hmm. you know where it's like i was just part of it and anything i could do i did and to see someone succeed is that's important yeah that's really important to me you know you know, seeing Robert Neal right now, who oh it's like, he's been on yeah. a four-year grind, and it's been a genuinely, like, we want to see him succeed, mm-hmm. and helping him, and being, like, and the reward is, like, seeing him start to develop into it's amazing. Same. Like, that's a cool feeling, man. For sure, You dude. know, and He's going to have like, a great part in that new primitive video. <laughs> <laughs> no? No? Okay. I, I try. Yeah, you know, everybody yeah. out there, Look, I try, I try. I, you know, uh, I can't, yeah. I'm saying it's full length, don't hold your breath. It's well, uh, I, we, we, regardless, we, we love what you, what you yeah, guys are every doing. now and then you know? it's good, dude. Yeah, it's every the edits every couple of you know, I love it, man. Like I said, bro, keep doing what you're doing, dude, because you guys are killing it. We're gonna try, I we, love it. We try our best, so. yeah. Oh, we do have stuff to give you though. You want a, a, a mug? Yeah, apple yard for mug? sure. Yeah, go grab Heath. Uh, give him the you, ones. you want an apple yard mug or you want a uh, I actually do pl- want the apple yard, yeah, mug. give him an apple yard mug and uh, I think my daughter will like that. Large, large shirt, yeah, large, large shirt, yeah, large. They were all out of large, god damn it. Who, who's in charge of our warehouse, Raj? Just give him a mug. We'll, 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 yeah, just give we'll me a mug. Yeah, there you go. Just give him. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's awesome. There you go, bro. Well, Heath, man, you said it all. <laughs> I really, guys, really appreciate you guys. No, thank me you on. so much like, for yeah, thank you. Uh, coming. I don't by. know so that I'm like really that deserving of this, but I really no. Do, this has been. I do. Super I really do appreciate this opportunity. Thank if you. all of us are interested. You know, then I, our viewers are going to be in. You know what I mean? I think like we'll it's, really be psyched on the. Uh, oh my god! Just the the price of boards. Yeah, that's it's a, interesting. interesting. I don't know. And look, I really I want to stay. I'm not I, like that is not me. Like I, I do not want to price gals. That's not what that's about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like I'm on the front end seeing it. Yeah. Start right. where I'm like. But like, isn't it? Isn't that? Happen. Isn't it normal business practices to say? Hey, we make this and we sell it for a certain price. Oh shit! Our manufacturer just raised our prices, and we're not gonna actually make any money off this. So we need to raise right. the price. Like, but, isn't that normal? Yeah, like, it, but it's, it's it's called inflation. Yeah, that's I'm, the price. The, the cost of goods. Generally, the cost of goods goes up year over year. They raise my rent every year. My uh, apartment. Yeah, 100%. You know? Same you know? here. Yeah. 100%. So. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. All you know? I know is it, I'm, I'm working very hard and diligently to make sure I don't, I can prolong that for right. as long as I can. Yeah. But see, this is the thing though, Heath, you have to understand people who are outside of the industry who are probably listening to this have no fucking clue. Yeah. It's tough. Like it's, you have it's no interesting. idea what it means to run a brand on any scale until yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, like. Right. That's what this is about. Oh, yeah. You know? But not even just, I mean, just the fact that it, this is just, it's just interesting to hear the behind the scenes of skateboard business. You know what I mean? Not to mention your whole uh, career, you know? Yeah. I mean, sure. Dude, Heath, thank you so much for stopping by, bro. Thank You're you, the man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Heath Brinkley, dude. Much thank success you. in the future. Thank you. With Primitive and everything that you're doing, man. Yeah, thank you, guys. You guys are doing a great job. Everyone tells you that, but... You guys, I just want to restate that. You guys are doing a Thank you, great bro. job. Thank you. Thanks. So. We try to have fun. And having guests like you on there is, a, is, a, yeah. is well, what, it, what it's all about. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs>